welcome to the Sports Carnage Podcast, presented by Detroit Sports Nation, featuring Paul Roshan, A.J. Riley, Ryan Griffin, and Matthew Bassett, bringing you the most arrogant takes on the planet straight to your ears. We don't promise to always be right, but we promise to act like we are. What up, webheads? We got a full boat today along with... Paul Roshan, Ryan Griffin, AJ Riley, D. Dylan Bear. I'm Matt Basson. Welcome to Sports Carnage. Uh, World Series in full effect. Uh, my Braves blew it. The yeah. Astros almost did it. But in the end, AJ, it is the two best teams in baseball. Yeah. The two number one seeds yeah. coming into the playoffs. The Los Angeles Dodgers again. And a newly crowned champion city in Los Angeles thanks to the Lakers. Against the Tampa Bay Rays and their newly crowned champion city thanks to the Tampa Bay Lightning. So we got two champion cities with our first championships in a decade plus for both of them. And these are the two vying for arguably the greatest trophy in sports. You're saying the uh, commissioner's trophy is the greatest trophy in sports? The, the the World Series trophy? Is that what it's called? The commissioner's trophy? Yeah. Is it really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. God, no wonder, I, didn't, really, no wonder really I did not know badass. the name of it. It's, it's awesome. but it, It's a phenomenal it, trophy. It is. But, okay, let's, let's be very, like, sure it's, it's about this. It's that or the cup. The it's Stanley the Cup is the greatest trophy in all of sports. Yeah, I know, but which I also agree. I, I agree. That's because Gary Bettman never called the Stanley Cup a piece of metal. But the the, <laughs> ba- the the World Series trophy is awesome. The way it's designed, it's unlike any other yeah, trophy out it's there. It's great, and it's great. Yeah, the Lombardi and the Larry O'Brien love them, but they're a, they're a, a third and fourth <laughs> for sure. I like I like the Larry O'Brien. I the cup in the World Series one are better. I think the Lombardi is by far the worst. Oh yeah, just because it's silver instead it's of gold. Very bland. The, Maybe it's also. I mean, it's also smaller than the Larry O'Brien. Is it? Like it seems like a. It seems like a kind of a puny trophy. It looks like it. Maybe it's just really skinny. I mean, no, if you want but to talk about a puny trophy, college footballs is absolutely the. Worst. Yeah, well, I was. I was talking about the four too. major ones, but it's, yeah, it was it's the, kind the of crystal small. Ball. But man, yeah. I honestly hate the Larry O'Brien trophy. And oh, oh. they could make it flawless if they made the net a net. Like get rid of Instead all of the extra. It looks like a trash can. Yeah. No, it can be gold, but it looks that. like a trash can because the, it's not. Because a basketball hoop looks like a trash can. No, it's solid. Actually, it's solid. It's just. It really should it just looks be terrible. a peach bucket. Go back to the roots. <laughs> <laughs> this is like what, like okay. an old frame yeah. peach bucket. No, is that, not that, even the Larry O'Brien is the worst. The Lombardi's not good either, though. No, the best one, though, and this is calls back to last week because Paul will agree with me and the rest of you will hate my opinion, but the World Cup is absolutely the best trophy. I'll be honest with you. I don't even know what the World Cup looks like. No, it, it's it the little-ass gold sweet. trophy. You ne- really? You never see the, the I, World Cup trophy? No, I mean, if I saw it, I'll remember it, but I, I can't remember it. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's not the best one. It's, it's about the, it's about yeah, the size cool. of your third-place trophy in, like, a tournament. <laughs> Well, size doesn't what matter. What are you trying to do? Size yeah, doesn't matter. Dylan, I agree with you. No, the World Cup trophy is incredible. The Don't world... tell me size doesn't matter when the largest cup out of all of them is the greatest trophy out of all of them. Yeah. The Stanley Cup is huge no, for I... a reason because they yeah, keep man. growing it because yeah. they add every damn team that wins it and they just add it to it. It didn't used to be. It used to be little. The Stanley Cup is like, it's just so unique and <laughs> Grows awesome. Grows every year. It's almost it used to be a salad bowl. It's like a doctor's put, appointment. I would put the World Cup... Close to equal with 
the commissioner's trophy. Like mm-hmm. they're in different. baseball, but I, it's uh, not on the same nah. level as the Stanley Cup. I would agree with that. The World Cup is a cool trophy. Well, yeah, I think the World I think the World Series one is better than the World yeah, Cup. Yeah, I think it is too. I, I, would I think it's be, I think the World Cup is better than basketball or uh football. Hey, well the basketball football ones are bad. Here, here's they're the not thing. The World trophies. Cup one's great for celebrating because you ain't gonna break the bitch. It's already right. too little to break. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you could smash that World <laughs> Series one. You could destroy that oh, trophy yeah. because uh, it's a bunch of little sticks sticking straight up with flags on them. Yeah, and you the can pennants, bend and break the shit cool. out of that. Like that is really cool. It is. It's a really cool trophy. You just can't celebrate with it. No. I actually like the Champions League one better than the World Cup one anyway, so I'm fine with that. So, back to our originally stated topic. Yeah. And didn't you see see Ovi partying hard with that thing when they won it? Oh, yeah. No, they all do, That's the best thing about the Stanley Cup is you can destroy that thing in the parties. Yeah. Drink beer out of it, eat cereal out of it. That's the other thing that sucks. So the BCS back, back to back. No, gross. Is that BCS trophy BCS was so. Was, I did not like that was, trophy. Oh, I thought it was pretty damn cool. The crystal was, ball. Yeah, no. it was so cumbersome. And, the and CFP trophy like, is an even, abomination. Even the March Madness trophy. The, the fact work. that the crystal ball separated, so that's all you had to lift. That was cool. Yeah, like, that, that was cool. That I image that. was cool. I, yeah, I, the yeah, coaches yeah, taking yeah, it off and lifting it. It's a cool photo. That's a cool photo. But the, the fact that it's a two-part trophy is, trophy is awful. so awful. <laughs> it's so bad. It's like a it's like a wannabe World Cup trophy in a way. Like at least as <laughs> plain and boring as it is, at least like college basketball, you can say that it's it's Unique, like it's it's timeless. It's old. It's like tradition, right? Like it's just like it a looks super like old. It's just, okay, it's time ran out. Yeah, but that's the thing is that the college basketball one looks like one that high schools keep in their display. Well, no, no, yes. it's not. Hang on, it's not a college basketball trophy. That's an NCAA championship trophy. They all look like that. That well, makes the, it worse. The, the NCAA needs yeah, to. Yeah, wait, the NCAA up. trophy right. is. Yeah, but when does it's, the NCAA it's, it's, it's one ever design do right. for all of them for swimming for baseball? That is hundred percent right. Actually, so and the reason it's not like this for football is because the NCAA has nothing to do with the college football is, playoff. Well, with college football, well, with Division One, the FBS, I should say, the NCAA has almost yeah. no oversight over FBS. Like they do. I'm still with Ryan thing. though. They need to change that shit then. Right. It's still bad. That's it's awful. Yeah, it I is agree. bad, man. Well, that's why the image of cutting down the nets is so iconic. Is it's its own thing. Yeah, right. yeah the nets basketball. are cool. Right. The important thing, though, is we all agree the commissioner's trophy, as it's called, is amazing. Yeah. And yeah, hopefully, the right team, looking at you, Rays wins this thing can't oh you mean the team you slandered can't i did not slander them so so here's what here's what this this series is going to come down to it's all going to come down to pitching the 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 the, I'm glad we brought Captain Cliche on the show. Well, no. Hey, well, hey, the Rays hope it doesn't come uh, down to hit, and they hit hey, 200 well, as a no, team. Let me explain my wait position. Till you, wait till we get to Michigan, Minnesota. In the yeah, I know. Pod. So <laughs> run the ball. Don't turn the ball over. Yeah. No, but, like, the, the Dodgers have better starting pitching. The Rays have a better bullpen. So if if the Rays can get the game to their bullpen, that's going to give them, obviously, the advantage in the series. If the Dodgers – can get their starters to go deeper into games, that's going to be, like, your key, like, point to focus on in this series. Like, as far as their lineups go, the Dodgers obviously have a better lineup. They paid for it. They they, that they paid for, right? <laughs> but it's also one of those things, like, I was thinking about this, too. Like, 
the rays are strictly built on like the data and all the shifting and all that and i wonder if it's going to be enough to win a world series given their payroll and the talent that they have with it like they have good players and talented players for the payroll that they have but i just i think at the end of the day like when you have two pretty evenly matched teams as far as like record and all that goes like the more talented team is going to win uh, it's money ball versus bank. Yeah, and I mean, if I I pick the Dodgers to win the World Series from the, the race for no reason, but I'm not sliding the race because I think they're a very good team. They also played in a relatively soft division all year long. Like the Red Sox were an abomination. The Blue Jays scraped into the playoffs. The Yankees weren't what the Yankees were supposed to be. So and the Orioles and the Orioles, <laughs> and the Orioles. are the Orioles. So I mean, Chris Davis. So you robbed Major League Baseball, buddy. Oh yeah, he, well he robbed the Baltimore <laughs> Orioles, not not. Oh no, all of us. He robs my joy as a fan watching him play. <laughs> okay. But I but I applaud him for getting that paycheck. Yeah, no doubt. So I don't. I think it'll be a fun series. I think that you know I was I kept saying that if the if the Astros got to Game Seven, they were going to win. I was obviously wrong about that, and actually surprised I was wrong about that because I didn't think they'd be able to overcome the momentum of the Astros but I think that I definitely think that if this series goes to a game seven that it's it's the Dodgers outright see now I kind of disagree with that because if it gets to a game seven there's a high likelihood that both pitching staffs are taxed yeah but and I well where's where's Walker Bueller in this for the Dodgers he pitched game seven against the Braves yeah so he's probably starting tomorrow game three starting tomorrow because Kershaw started last night, right? And yeah. they've got Fioro starting right now. So my guess, game seven. So Kershaw's going to go one four seven. Maybe and Bueller will go three and six. Yeah, or I mean, it all depends. I mean, it. it Ker, do you trust Kershaw to go three four one four seven? I mean. Oh. So I mean, he, he already, he already went talking one. about a future Hall of Famer I, here. And I understand that, but... Future but, Hall of Famer with the worst postseason splits ever. Although, in his defense, no. he has pitched better what than do, last What did he do yesterday? Technically, Verlander's is still worse. He has, no, they're not. They they're not even close. Ah, not even I a think Verlander's close. ERA in the World Series is worse, is worse than Kershaw's. Oh, in the World Series. Weird. It's almost like I said playoffs. I'm not using a minuscule sample size. I don't give a damn what Kershaw did in freaking AL, in the NLDS. In the NLC. I, We're in the you World should. Series. You should yeah, use I a think, real sample I, size Matt, if I think you, you want to cite data. I, 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 you absolutely ooh, should. I mean, damn. Listen, here's he the thing. He already pitched well yesterday. It's, it's not that I think Kershaw's going to blow up at any moment. It's I don't – they don't need to push him. Because their starting pitching staff is really good, and I think forcing him to pitch a potential three games yeah, just hurts your chances. So, so you and could I see. I would understand if you only had yeah. like a number two on this staff, so, and then everything else yeah. is a question. So I, so I could see maybe to to kind of lengthen Kershaw a little bit and 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 protect him from so much exposure that way. You could see maybe him not starting game four, but starting uh, game. Like maybe they give him an extra day rest and him be the game six starter, unless unless the season's on the line and then you have Walker Bueller and your whole quiver of arrows for game seven, right? I mean, I I would start Kershaw game five and I would have him ready as for a bullpen yeah, for if game seven. 
I that's there's to me there's just no reason to push things. You're not gonna lose the series because Kershaw didn't pitch three games, like start yeah. three games. That's not uh, yeah, that will not especially be why given what the they have. Like they got Dustin May. Like he's to gonna me, be taking... he's gonna be insane to watch in the in the next few years. Um, also, Matt, uh, Matt, to answer your question, I, I'm looking right now on the schedule. It's already penciled in. None of the other pitching matchups are, but it is Bueller against uh, Charlie Morton on Friday. That's so a real that's, good. And that's one. game three because they're not playing tomorrow. Yes, they're not playing tomorrow. Correct. So, this this schedule is very interesting. How they have this? Is this always like this? well, normally it's like three games in a row. Yeah, normally you would have two games with home field, like the home field advantage, like. The home team. Yeah, there's then travel they travel. Days so, like, now. Thursday, right. tomorrow would be their travel day, even though they're staying in Arlington. And then they'd play three games on the road and then two games at home. The old NBA style. Yeah. I, like I hate it, actually. 2-3-2? Two, two. Yeah, Charlie Morton's 36. I, I was thinking if it was the right guy that I knew from, like, the old video He's games. the one that – uh, he, sounds, he sounds old as shit. He's gotten yeah. better with age. And then I looked, and he was. He's the one that uh, was on the Astros for a while, and then they let him go. He's an all-star in I think he won a World Series with Astros, he's, if I'm not he's mistaken. He's gotten better with age. Yeah, he, yeah, was, he, he was with them in oh, yeah. 17. Yeah, so so he's been there, so that's a big get for them. Like, you know, Bueller starting game three. Dustin May's probably going to start game four would be my guess. Kershaw then could play start game five. Bueller could come back game six, and then you just kind of throw everybody and their mother at game seven if you have to. Give them each an inning. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, you, I mean, you know that like on short rest, Kershaw would come out and throw an inning out of the bullpen game set. Like those guys are will ramp up and do what they have to do game seven. Didn't All, he do that and it like, yeah. bit him in the ass like a couple years back? Well, no, he did that. He came in and like got the big out that he needed, and, and then, then and then the they threw him back in, and that's when yeah. Springer or somebody <laughs> hit that three run jack off him in the world, yeah. and it was like. <laughs> Man, he came in and did what he needed to do. Don't keep the momentum. Don't send him back yeah. out there. That's not his normal routine. I mean, be a professional pitcher at that point. I don't know. I I didn't I didn't have a problem. You completely with that. just know... argued against yourself for with a one oh. one four seven thing by saying just be a professional pitcher. Like you are the ace of the squad, arguably. Mark no. Walker Bueller's no Walker. Bu- no, so, they already so they him, already consider to... Bueller to be the ace of the Dodgers. I now. understand, but it's still Clayton Kershaw. You are an ace in Major League Baseball. You Push can handle one, aces. four, it's and fine. seven. Pushing, but pushing him to do that for literally no reason—you're just inviting trouble. I agree. You're a professional, do your job. Having, That's what you just said. It's it's different than having him available out of the bullpen because you only pitched him two games. <clears throat> yeah, I agree. You're not asking. I him to I, I, I think games. that I mean obviously, you know, you hope it doesn't get to a game seven. You hope that. You got this thing wrapped what? up by game five, but so I want. I just so think right. the Rays are too scrappy. What's the difference scrappy. between Kershaw starting game seven and coming into game seven in the fourth inning? It, well, you don't want him to come into game seven at all. He's break in case of emergency, right? I agree. And the goal with that. is not to use him. Yeah, but if you need him, he's, he's there available because everyone is on deck if you need them. And he's a good guy to if, have on if that. There, if there's a game seven, it's hard to believe that Kershaw is not going to be at least Man, part. Yeah, of it. I agree with that. Well, it's not hard to believe at all if Bueller comes. It in is. I mean, unless you go and you know six nothing in the if in Bueller, the first inning, yeah, they if don't Bueller need him. Bueller comes in and they can't touch him, and they have a nice cushion at the end, and they're giving it to their bullpen. I mean, they I mean, that's the they goal. couldn't touch Kershaw yesterday, and they took him out after six. 
Well, that's because Kershaw implode, but yeah, but that's the thing. Kershaw third time through the order in the postseason is like not. That's what bit him in the ALCS. They it's like Anibal that, Sanchez going third time well, through the order. Ever. No, 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 no. It recently in the postseason, him like his trouble in the postseason has been his third trip through the order. That factored in, I think, to that decision last night. Plus, wasn't the game like eight three at that point? Like. Yeah, they get they gave him a big lead. So yeah. um, at the end of the season, yeah, yeah. So you don't no need him to go out there and protect. You know, they did they did it right last night the way that they did that. For sure, although it's easy to manage a game that when you score eight, eight runs in the first handful. Yeah. Innings. like it's 100%. it's it's hard to mess that up. Um, I I just I mean, me and AJ are in lockstep. No reason to push him when you have the pitching staff that you do him not pitching three games to start is not going to be why you lose this series. The Dodgers are heavily favored in the series for a reason. AJ talked about it. They have more talent. They've been here a lot. The Dodgers have been perennial picked for, I don't know, six, seven years now. Like every year they're one of the top world series picks because they've had the talent. They've had Kershaw. They've had plenty of people around him. Now they have arguably the best player in baseball in Mookie Betts. Um, don't even start, man. Ar- I said arguably. Yeah, but I, I love how people get away with saying stupid stuff by using the word arguably before they do it's, it. Hold on. <laughs> if you compare. Oh, that's great. You know what? No, I'll do this. I'll bite. I'm not going to allow that to slide. Not even a little bit. Well, look, he's he might be one of the people who's challenging Mike Trout for the best player in the game right now. But it's always somebody different, and the one constant is always Mike Trout. So the best player in the world right now is Mike Trout. There's other people uh, that this... might compare and come up to him, but it'll always be somebody See, different. It gets, and it gets hard to compare remains. Mike Trout because he misses so many goddamn games, and I have to parse this stuff out to per-game numbers. He misses so many games? Uh... You're kidding me. Oh, he got hurt Boy, <laughs> last year. I got silent. <laughs> Just look at the numbers, man. I don't know what you're parsing out. Mookie's the man, though. No, he is. My, He's a phenomenal my, my player, and I that was a that was a Dombrowski that, trade, right? Yeah, that was that was ridiculous. No, that was probably that, ownership. That? No, no, yeah, Dombrowski no. was. I thought Dombrowski was no, gone. D- Dombrowski was already gone. Yeah, that was yeah. Chain Bloom. Yeah. Oh, I was I was about to say, but like, like why would you not pay Mookie Come on. bets to be on your team? Yeah, the, the Red Sox. And if you're gonna do that, Dave. At least trade him to the Tigers. Right. <laughs> no, they're, they're, I don't know. Al probably would have screwed it no, up. No, he would have. Hundred percent, he would have. <laughs> How about you so take? No, Mookie no. Bets? Look, we'll pay you to keep Mookie me and Spencer Torkelson. Yeah. Like, excuse me. We'll we'll trade Mookie bets back to you with our top three prospects <laughs> for for cash considerations yeah. and a player to be named later. <laughs> and then all the fa- all the stupid fans will be like, just give Al a chance. No, I, everybody's over Al. Avila at this point, I think. They have to be. I mean, he's done nothing. He hasn't built a team. He's built a group of super hey, utility AJ. players. AJ, is a three-year sample size good? <laughs> is a three-year sample size acceptable to you? Oh, sure. <laughs> super utility All right, players. All right, three-year sample size, pretty acceptable. We'll take the last three years. And exceptionally similar amount of games played, by the way. I think Mookie has like 10 more games played okay. over three years. So not very much. We're talking three years of baseball, 10 more games. Uh, Mike Trout, war, 20 on the dot. Mookie Betts, 20.9. Okay. 
three-year sample size, and you you think that you can't consider him the best player in the game? No. That it's not a discussion? No, I don't think it's a discussion. I think that he is up there. I, I've already said that. But if you're going to take the last three years, okay, great. He's got .9 more war than Mike Trout does. He played ten more games. That but you acted like that. it's absurd to say. But, you specifically but it said, is oh, absurd to say because for the last day, absurd. it is absurd. The it, numbers bear out that he is equivalent, if not better than him, over a three-year span. The most recent three-year span. If you have someone that is right there, if not better, over three years, how can you say, "Oh, it's not a real discussion"? Because this because where was better. because the year before. This year, we were talking about Christian Yelich being that guy, talking about Cody Bellinger yeah, being that guy, but Three they're always years. comparing him to the same person. Three years. Over the, yeah, but over the last seven years, over the last eight years, including the three that you included in the sample Actually, size, people are I comparing expand, to the same person. If I expand it to four years, Mookie still has a higher war. I'm a, I'm gonna bring Ryan into this for a second, Ryan, <laughs> like because this I I don't know about you, but the way I'm feeling about this conversation. About Trout, because, like, if Mookie Betts pulls this off and the Dodgers win their, what is this, third trip now? Finally their third trip, and Mookie Betts is part of the reason why they do it. I don't I don't understand any other sport. Like, I can't imagine in the NBA where you talk about somebody being the best player in the sport and they haven't even been in the postseason. Yeah. I just, there's no <laughs> other sport I can think of where that's the okay. case. And it's not even to say that you're wrong, per se, because I, I, I don't know better to be honest yeah i get that argument at some point at some point mookie if he wins the world series with the perennial uh bridesmaid dodgers that's gotta amount for something oh i listen i'm not trying to discredit how good of a player mookie betts is he is obviously a top three player in the mlb right it's him trout and it's yelich those are the three best players in the major league baseball right now I think it's an unfair thing to say that, like, a knock against Mike Trout is the fact that his team's not good enough to get into the playoffs. Like, that does that has nothing to do with him being the best player in the game. No, that's just has to do with the setup yeah. of the way baseball is so different it than has, basketball, with, football, yeah, because, and hockey. Yeah, because, like, you put LeBron on any NBA team, that team is automatically a playoff contender. Because one person can impact a basketball game a lot easier than one person can impact a baseball game. Mike Trout's problem is he's a he's he's cursed by the fact that he has he's had an incompetent GM. Rumblings around the league, from what I understand, are that this new GM that's coming in is somebody that we might be very familiar with. So hopefully this argument will start to go out of the window a little bit. I just, I just think that that, like, Dylan, I 100% see where you're coming from, and I get that argument. I just think that it's, like, I don't think it's that great of an argument against how great of a player he is because he has a, he plays for a GM and a team that is entirely incompetent. Like, that's not, that's not mean, his it, fault, right? That doesn't take away or diminish right. the greatness of who he is. As he, much as I'm annoyed sure. by the conversation around him, you have to feel bad for him. 100%. He not yeah. only did he come in and for peanuts play amazing out the gate, but when he signed his first long deal, it was the biggest bargain in sports that in honestly probably in my lifetime. 
the sweetheart deal that the Angels got for his first like six year deal or whatever it was. According to surplus value, his second deal is also a very sweetheart deal. His second deal he just doesn't. Likes LA. He's just a good guy, his right? Se- his like, second whatever. deal doesn't. Even keep, keep I'm just saying, if you if you so not only have wait, they I get had, to live in Southern California. Yeah. Not only have and, they but had isn't that m- what's considered the best player me, in the sport, but they've had yeah, him. I mean, I think it can knock his drive. They've had him at Tom Brady level pay, and have done nothing to build team around him. Right, and th- to be fair, yeah. this is exactly why Tim Anderson is the best player. Oh in my gosh! Games, so. Anyways, <laughs> I think Dylan, so he's like, he's at least a tier two, at at, at oh, most a tier two. Oh, he's at oh, least a tier oh. four guy. There you go. He got the he's, batting. He's at, ter- he got the batting title twice. Yeah, he's he a great he's player, but he's not the, in the same the conversation team. that we're having right now. <laughs> You're right. He's going to uh, win a World Series. Uh, I anyways. think what, uh, we'll see if your pitching holds up. I think what Dylan uh, brought up about like LeBron was a l- sort of interesting because you know LeBron or any basketball player for that matter, like AJ said, affects the game way more than a single baseball player does, especially one that's not pitching. Right, you only get to hit every so right. often, three, four times a game. But one comparison that I do think that you can make to LeBron and it, and it you know works back to AJ's point earlier where there's always this one constant in the best player in the game and then there's just kind of these other guys that you're trying to throw at him so with uh with Trout whether it was Betts whether it was Yelich Bellinger Bellinger a few Jose years Chube, ago who, right yeah. whoever whoever you wanted to throw at him um it's the same thing with LeBron where you get you know Katie Kawhi Giannis Steph and there's like all these you know, people are just kind of really quick to like, okay, we want to unseat this guy as the best. Right. But the guy that they're always going against is the same. Right. And, and the comparison might stop there, but I th- I did think that was interesting. Like when 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 Trout, I think it was 13 that Miggy got his triple crown. Or was it 12? It was, no, it was, it was 13. 13. It was 13, right? The year we lost to the Red Sox in the ALCS. So the year he got his triple crown and Miggy won the MVP, right? You could make a sabermetrics case that Trout was more deserving of the MVP. I would, I, I would and, not, and people did, and people did. But people Paul, did. hear me. I would not make that case. Okay, I think that if you win a triple crown, that's a significant statistic. It's de facto, and, yours. Well, especially when nobody's done it in fifty years. Right. So, so I have no qualms with me. Yes. But then, yeah, and but then, the very next year for Trout to come back and win the MVP, the moment that he won MVP in fourteen. Like, he's been, he's the, been best the best player, player in the game, and and there's because and there's arguments for different players, but it's never really it's, the same. It's never to the, go up against yeah. Mike Trout. And and Paul, you make a compelling argument about Betts, and Betts is the closest out of anybody that has been brought up. And if it continues, you could start to make a case. But Trout's been doing this since he entered the league in 2011, 2012, right? Like. The moment he stepped on the major league field, he was pretty dang good, and within two years was the best player in the game. And argue, well, and no, some have no his. So his rookie year, which not his true rookie year, but like his rookie counted year, where when he had 157 um, at bats, he was second. He was second in MVP voting. Right. So no, <laughs> he did yes. it like he did it all the, now his rookie. That's old like, school baseball like. Like possibly, like that's what people did back in like the sixties, the fifties. So in his first three years, second in voting, second in voting, won the MVP. And second then, yeah. in voting, 
won the MVP. Then fourth, second, won the MVP. And the year he that he been, won fourth, he got hurt. He has been seven of his eight years, not including this year in his 40-game sample size, seven out of eight top two in MVP voting. There is no discounting his greatness. None. Zero. You can't do it. But it's not out of the realm to say Mookie Betts might be better when the advanced metrics say Mookie Betts has been better for three, maybe four years. And if not better, right there with him. I'm not going to expand it to four. The cat well, says preach. Trout missed too much time. <laughs> Trout missed too much time in 17. But comparable, you're games, Miguel, comparable performance for three years now. Triple crown, meow. <laughs> I, I mean, Mookie Betts is gonna might finish this year with more rings than Mike Trout has postseason appearances. I agree, but Mookie has also yeah. landed himself in a great like. What if Trout was on those Boston Red Sox teams? For sure, if they do. Okay. They do oh, the same oh, oh. Thing. this is something that I, I I was alluding to. That's kind of his fault. How is like, that his you fault? Did no, you did you because he didn't need to stay at well, with hold the on. So he now, now really this, wanted so this, to win. This I he can't. Could go. This I can't allow because yeah, that seems I don't want, dishonest. A little it's bit. the same. It's the same thing with people yeah. criticizing Stafford, and they're like, right. "Well, you should have left." Uh, I, wait, I, hang on. Wait, wait, hang on. Wait, this is from the person who tells generations of families to leave towns. Right. That's true. <laughs> but okay, it's true. So but for Adam, uh, like, no, you should just stay at that shitty-ass team you've been on your whole career. Hey, let me People let me correct something. People judged on how many wins they have. Let me correct something. This is not the, a comparable thing. Just, okay. just so we are accurate in our pseudo-fake reporting... Dustin May will not be starting for the Dodgers because he's coming out of the bullpen. Just so everybody knows that. So they're working with three guys. They're working hey, Jim, with... Hey, Jeff, to be honest, three of the six people that listen to this cast don't know who that is. Well, I'm, well, if we're talking about <laughs> baseball, we want to be accurate in reporting. That's true. I agree with you. Oh. So, I, AJ, those, baby. AJ I, I got a question for you because I'm sure you'd have the most insight out of, out of anyone here. But the Angels in the early 2000s through the, you know, 20. Like ten area, right, they had oh they had a, they had a very good, you know, farm system. They had yeah. good players, young players coming up. As soon as they get Trout, I know they had some down years going before that, but that that farm system has completely disappeared. Yeah. Well, and also because they gave that horrible contract to contract Josh Hamilton Pujols. and Pujols. Pujols' contract. I re- I remember back when I was a kid. First off, he was a Cardinal, so I'm like, this is the worst human ever. And then. <laughs> And then and he skated the by the like, steroid scandal damn. somehow. Fuck right. Well, oh, you know why? Because he was in a god awful city, so all the testers were like, "We got to go to St. Louis." Fuck no, that. No, no. no, we're just no. we're just gonna say no, he passed. No, no, he's clean. he's clean. <laughs> we ain't going to St. Louis. No, look, I, like I, I think that I think that the city. Hamilton contract is actually worse than the Pujols contract because oh well, because right, right. at least they got some protection but from Pujols. What all, Yeah, but Did what they? also gets what, what also Pujols gets lost in that in like those two big signings is the fact that they way overspent for C.J. Wilson, the left-handed pitcher from the Rangers, too. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So you had like three a... massive contracts for guys that were like not, and and that's the situation that Trout was brought up into right like and it's not that like i I, look i don't i don't know mike trout personally like let's be honest okay i may have been in the same dugout with him one time but i do not know him personally (laughs) from what from what (laughs) you guys don't compare gold glove stories no i don't no no 
I like to keep. He, he keeps that shit yeah. private. Yeah. But from what I understand, like, his makeup is just a, like, simple guy. He makes his contract. He goes and buys land right outside Philadelphia. Right? Like, that. Buys land. Like, no, seriously. I can, I can attest to he that. He did. And so. He hops on the Oregon Trail. Yeah. So, so like, him, him staying in California, I don't think is necessarily, like, a. a a character defect um, or, or like his fault. I think that he's comfortable in a situation and he has the right to choose where he wants to be. So, well, sure on a human level, but on a like competitive level, I, I don't know. Look, but no longer human. He's staying on, he's staying uh, in California and literally the only people they can compare him to statistically when they look at all the stuff that he's doing are, the people from the annals of history of the game, right? Like his, hey, look at that. Like it's that very, right. it's very common to see his name put right up here. there with Mantle and um, Aaron and like all those guys through the age that he's producing what he's producing. I mean, he's already at like I think over three hundred home runs for his career, and he's not even thirty yet, right? Like the, 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 the he's on a different level than everybody else. People are getting close. And people might be getting some people might be getting closer than others, but I just go back to there's one person that we compare everybody to for the best in the game, and it's him. And I think that that like to an extent ends the argument, right? Like it. I think maybe you, for your sake, for the sport, you don't want that to be the case, though. To put it more macro, this is kind of a problem that people like Ryan and myself, I, I. I don't know of any trout place I can think of. Like if it, everyone in the sport is being compared to this dude, yeah, yeah. who hundred percent is never seen. Hundred percent. Like it's. I, I think because he plays on the West Coast. Cool quote. His game started at nine o'clock. Well, for sure. Like and that's problematic. I think if you're re- if you really want to do what's best for the sport, if you're a baseball person, you want Mookie Betts to be the one who supersedes him. He'll get a lot more face time. He's in and the to be fair, the bigger team and it's same market, but the bigger team. Hundred percent. I I, I I would I would think that at the like sure you may argue like factually Trout may be better, but you hope Betts supersedes him. No, I I mean truthfully, you want to know who the faces of the MLB are is Ronald Acuna. That that's the dude that's going to take uh, over from sweet. everybody. Ah uh, yeah, I like, I, I like and sweet. you know who like Dylan like. Tim Anderson, Tim Anderson could too, because Tim Anderson, oh he, like, yeah, oh, I love. He's Timmy a good, so he's much. a good player. He, he got he's got swag, swag right? Fernando Tatis, mm-hmm. like, I know the game of baseball is not the most popular game in America. I'm not an idiot, right? But I also don't think that the game is in a very bad position, given the talent and the right. exciting players that are literally just beginning their career. As long as Manfred doesn't Primar- screw it up, which he will try everything he can in his power to screw it up, <laughs> it should be okay. These are just humans. Yeah. Just like just like the baseball. It, it is a surefire <laughs> sign of a passion passionate fan for every sport but basketball to hate the commissioner. Like you are not mm. you are not a diehard fan if you don't hate Gary Bettman, Rob Manfred, <laughs> and Roger Goodell. Yeah, I would agree with that because they do stuff that's just stupid. Like you look, Ryan and I laughing over here on the basketball court, like <laughs> it couldn't be ours. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> I mean, Manfred's done some stuff this year to like get them through the season, which like again, put credit where credit's due. But like, I hope some of it's not subversive to where he's like, "Oh, look how well it worked for sixty games, so now we're gonna put a runner on second base in next innings." Like, well, it should cut the guy. season though. I <laughs> gotta cut, gotta cut that season to a hundred. No, I, I not a hundred games. I, you know, you go back to what one forty four. Yeah, I, I don't know. I haven't I, really given much thought to the amount I of mean, games. You, you might as well keep it if you're going to 144. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, back I, in, what, how many did they play when? No, but but 100, I could see 120. 120, yeah, you got you to gotta get from, it's got to be, you know, the dawn of spring to fall. Like, that, that's baseball, right? You play, that's when you play. So, and it's. I'm not even. I'm not even trolling though, but they gotta do something because they are starting to compete with soccer. I'm not even trolling. That's like actual numbers, like well, Premier I League mean, stat. Game like one yesterday beat out anything in the NBA Finals. That's interesting. I, it, that's actually very interesting. Yeah, I mean that's impressive. Hmm. I, I understand the NBA. I mean, look, all sports numbers are down really, right. except for golf. <laughs> and except for golf uh, and soccer, uh, but U.S. wise, you know, all the numbers are down. But the fact that Game 1 of the World Series beat out any of the games of the NBA Finals, that's impressive. I think it's because the NBA Finals suck, to be honest. Well, I and not to make this political, but I think not it was... Not going into Game 1. I think, I think yeah. a, a lot of the social activism, which I, I... Look, if you have a platform, I don't care. You do what you want to do with it, but I think that turned a lot of viewers off to the NBA. Not that it's right, AJ, not well, that it's wrong, and I'm not trying to start anything, so let's not make it a big deal. But baseball I, had BLM on the freaking mound. I seen that. Well, no, they just misspelled it's like MLB. How the NFL has has, <laughs> but it, it's like the NFL in the ends of the red zone, ends of the uh, end zones. You can't even see it. Like when I play Madden, like half the time I'm like, what does that even say? They like right, they put it at the same, same spot as thing. salute to the troops and breast cancer look, awareness. Look, AJ, I I have because uh, you're never in the end zone. AJ, I have a hot take on that. Anyway, I don't, I think that the uh, NBA's whole activism thing is kind of hollow, considering that they won't criticize China at all. So right. I'm with you. On yeah. That. So I mean, well, they tried, and then he uh, he resigned. I, I would I would like to. <laughs> no more. Like we took to one be, for the league. <laughs> I want it to be clear. MLB very, very will nice. never lower their very games. Nice. There's no incentive no, for them that, to lower no, the amount I agree of games. With you. In a perfect and world, and then they will be in obscurity, and soccer. Will yeah, but I don't no, think that soccer more games doesn't make less people watch baseball. Like the amount of games for yeah, I, I wish it was less. Like the perfect amount of games is 114. Like you play everyone in your division 16 times, you play everyone else in baseball twice. The whole league. I like that. I'm cool with that, but like, how does that work throughout the week? Like, how many games do you play a week? Five, four. So you're you're. I think they need to bring back more double headers. So your your series against your divisional mm-hmm. opponents are always are probably four games. Well, you could do two or four because you're gonna have to break up the schedule somehow. And then all since you're playing every team twice, you're flying around for two game series. So you could still play five or you could still play six games a week, like no problem. So you would start oh, the season like, like in May and end it at September still. Um, because I mean, I, I personally think want. that they need to start the baseball season later, like mid April, because these like snowouts and rainouts at the beginning of the season are just stupid. So I would I would start yeah. it 
later and finish it earlier. I would do both because I don't got to have October. I know. Baseball, I know. October no, yeah, June, June to Oct- June to October. And you have one double header a week. I think the World Series should be the first week of October. That's what I think. Oh, That's 100%. Your I agree with you 100%. That's your October Paul. baseball. I World, so we're, we're pushing okay, it back World a couple Series. weeks. World Series. Three I got you. Weeks, right? We're pushing yeah. back almost three weeks. World okay. Series is the first first week of October. Yeah. So we're done. I don't know when we have to finish the regular season to get there, but make it You'd happen. have to finish at the end of August, um, and then you got a month then, to do that. And the, then that the gives us time to Jeter's no longer Mr. November. Start later. I really <laughs> like this plan. I'm not yeah, even I, I would I would get behind that, but here's plan. the problem: you've already got things at 162 games, and you're getting revenue for it. They're not yeah, going to cut 48 games, games from per that. Team, 48 times 30, some quick math: 489, 60, 1300, and 1400 games, something like that. It's a lot. 1400 games. How much? You can't do quick math and not have an exact number. No, that was bad. That was bad <laughs> math. It's a fraud. 1440. I was close. I was really close. They should really baseball should take the Premier League model and do pay per view for half the games. They do. It's called MLB TV. <laughs> you can't oh, watch anything called, except F- for I was what's in your area. It's called FSD, but yeah. But I, as far as your like contention about soccer, like I get it. Like soccer is growing I'm, I in have, popularity. I'm very firm. But in that. but I don't think like your big soccer leagues where the best players play, right? Your Premier Leagues and the European stuff. I was with you. That has changed. This year, there's been a lot of European talent coming over here, and Americans in Europe, this is an unprecedented time. Right. Ten players from the U.S. national team are on Champions no, League. No, I, I get that, but year. when are those Champions, Champions League games being played? They're not being played at, at that 7 p.m. slot. Because that's no. well, that's because of the. That's time what I'm saying. So it's not the, going to like. I don't. He's right think, though. It it them not be, being on prime time hurts. Yeah. So I don't. So I but, think that that hurts point, one, but I don't think it competes with MLS. baseball too. I don't think the MLS is ever going to grow the popularity that the Premier League and 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 be able to compete with the other major sports in America. Be- if they keep pulling the European talent that they are this year, it will yeah, but to but if you like I, yeah, but you would almost have guys. to infuse like entire teams of European talent to make it competitive because if you've got but that's why but that's why the Americans in Europe doing so well is so important because then they can come back here or we just have better actual youth programs because of how successful they are that helps the sport in in uh, the states. I think and, all of our uh, youth should play flag football. And also, uh, stop. And also, I do want to point out that there we are hosting the World Cup in 2026. That is going to be a huge boon to the sport. Where at? Maybe huge. because people get excited about that stuff. Like, okay, I it was back in two World Cup was in 2010, right? There was a World uh, Cup. It's every if it's every four years. So, we missed in 18. We were there in 14. As well. So 14, and then 2012 would have been the other one, right? 10. 2010. 10 that was the year okay so yeah so so just as an example right i'm not a soccer fan but i got pretty excited and energetic about the world cup team in 2010 and as soon as the world cup was over and as soon as the world cup was over i was not i'm like you know curmudgeon about soccer now so i so i wonder if that Uh, same effect is going to happen in 2026 I doubt it, and the reason is because the last time the United States hosted the World Cup in 1994, 
the MLS was born. It birthed a literal league. It birthed it, it literally, professional it soccer. It made in the, the MLS happen. It's it's That's a fair it point. A I didn't know MLS, that. That's a fair point. I didn't know that. It literally and birthed ML- our professional league. It was. I mean, Do you remember soccer when fever. Robert Green let that goal go through his legs? <clears throat> Beautiful. Oh yeah, that was all thanks and, to the and, great hair of Alexi Lawless and Kobe Jones. <laughs> There you go. But that's but that's the other that's this is where this perfect storm is a problem for baseball though because not only is it that the sport has grown substantially, the domestic sport itself, the MLS has had I believe it's eight expansion teams in the last 6 years. On top of that, they're bringing in European talent that isn't washed anymore, which was always my biggest critique, and American players are doing better, which I can guarantee you the national team is going to be better than it's ever been come 2022. And then you have a team that in 2022 is going to do well on the national stage. And like you said, yeah, people are going to pay attention then. And they're going to see, damn, we're actually pretty good at the sport. And then we host it in 2026. That can change every the whole sport landscape right. in this country. You're right. I, I, I don't yeah, disagree. You just got to wait six years like for Jim Harbaugh to do something. It's all about that long <laughs> well. Clearly, uh, listen. That, I, I'm hold on, no, that is very that is the perfect segue. This, so. That is the perfect segue. Yeah. Oh, actually, yeah. Well, should go. we there give predictions on the World Series, or is that not something that we uh, care? I about? want yes, the should. Rays to win, so I'm going to predict that the Rays win. I think it'll be one-one yeah, after the game. They're looking pretty solid. Um, I'm going to say seven games because right? why not? Rays in seven. Matt, I got Dodgers in six. Ryan. Uh, so I said this uh, before yesterday started because I wanted to get it out. But Dodgers in <laughs> six, and then Mookie MVP. Okay, Dylan. Uh, uh, Blake Snell's not pitching every game, so it's going to be Dodgers in six. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go Dodgers in seven. So, and I believe Don had Dodgers in six with Kershaw as MVP. I mean, he used to play for him, so that <laughs> that is true. I was Good right about the NBA playoffs without having watching watched a single uh or about the finals without watching a single game. I did call the Lakers in six. Did anybody else? I can't remember. And I'm not being facetious. Uh, no, uh, no, I, I, no. I think Paul and I. I think did we all say Lakers in six. I said Lakers in six because I thought no, that. No, I had the Clippers because I'm. So... No, 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 no. At the beginning about, of the finals, once we knew, once we knew, once we knew who were in the finals. I think God. most of us had Lakers in six. Was it six? Okay. No, I, I think I had five, and then it didn't happen. Yeah, I, I said I said Miami would get a buzzer beater to make it six instead of five. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, good call. All right. I'm trying to think like all right, but I'm trying to think odds on like the MVP if the Dodgers win out being outside of bets. Um. Uh, Jesus Christ, uh, Bellinger or Will Smith's been hot. Let's see Will Smith keep it going. So listen. If Kershaw makes three appearances in the World Series and they win, and he pitches well or yeah. decent too well in those three appearances, he's the two MVP. out of three wins. He's the MVP for sure. Like, 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 not uh, even he, if he not even if there's somebody unless else who deserves hitting it. Almost four hundred. No, I, I still think they would give it to Kershaw just as the elder statesman. Like, well. I mean, um, if Betts is hitting like three seventy five, yeah, okay, and, yeah. Like, and has like seven homers, sure. Yeah. But like, it's gonna take some kind of like gigantic feat what? from an offensive perspective to beat out a three appearance pitched well Kershaw in the World Series. I mean, what Bellinger have five in the NLCS? I don't know, man. 
I don't know off the top of my head. He's got sweet swing though. It's just really long. But we segued like to Michigan football, right? We had done it. Uh, Ryan before, did it perfectly. Okay. Hold, hold on. Hold on. Before I'll, the I'll segue, cut it and move it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Because before. Okay. So before before the segue, I got to talk about this because this happened today. Paul. Oh, my God. Real lost. Oh, they did. Because they're a trash <laughs> oh, organization in the entirety. Those the bitches. entirety of La Liga should just disintegrate. It. I can't believe oh, it. I believe. And also, did you see. No, Atletico. Oh my God. Okay. Um, Bayern ripped them apart. Holy this is all going. Yeah, this is all going to get cut from the podcast. Bayern right, Bayern is a. <laughs> oh yeah. Bayern, yeah, 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 yeah. Champion League exploits, as I said last year. They're going to win again. Is absurd. Like they just show up in Champions League. It's all they do. It's four nil against. I have a Bayern uh, jersey, a Bayern kid hanging in my closet, and I fucking hate them. <laughs> God, they annoy me. I can't believe I can't believe group stages this early. Oh, the best part? You drop two f bombs within like the first five minutes of cast, and I can just picture Matt like with the Juwan Howard meme, <laughs> just being like, yeah. "We don't do that anymore." <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. I just had to get out of All the right. way because college football today. starts this weekend. Uh, what? Yes. <laughs> Yeah. No. Uh, well, that one league not... in college football. They're no, not the epitome football. of college football. No, college football. Hang on, hold up. The Pac-12 isn't starting yet. <laughs> oh, stop! Get hold on, out! Hold on! Get out! <laughs> I'm sorry. No, he's right. And, and Alabama I, he's already right. started playing. So men's college football starts this weekend. Rude. Yeah, sexist. <laughs> the varsity teams. You mean are the, finally... the the league that rests on their tradition we're and fine, history to prove them back. relevant? And it has in the not current... won a yeah. national championship yeah. outside of Ohio State in like. 30 yeah. Years. Oh wow! Nice <laughs> caveat there. Because uh, we're a one-team league, it's not a caveat. Yeah, it's not a caveat. <laughs> it's a fact. The only nationally team relevant league. team oh in the Big Ten is Ohio State. I mean, okay, there's three nationally relevant teams in all of college football. Congratulations. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean. I, it's no. not saying anything. It's it's a meaningless sentence. I think it matters. It's, it's, it's no not. Matter. When we look at the last 20 years and you look at the SEC and how many champions they've had outside of Alabama. What does <laughs> that have to do out. with 2020? It has to do with men's college football. Oh, I'm sorry. Football. Hold on. Hold on. Let me pull out my history Men's book college and football. find the relevant in 2020 section where none of this shit is. <laughs> Be a dick about all it right, we... all you want. It's a fact. <laughs> you can call us men's college football. We are one team. One team in, in regards to what? Winning the title? Th- sure. Too bad college football is about everything else. Can we else. talk now? Come on. This David Ruffin so and the Temptations. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, real Check football is starting for real. What we've been waiting for, uh, I'm a little scared of how it's going to go because some of the things the Big Ten has done are absurd, like the fact that you can't test out, test in once you're out. Um, in Wait, 20 what? Days on a player, no matter. What. Yeah, it's pretty absurd. So if yeah, you get COVID, no, you're out for the season. Twenty-one days. No, twenty-one days. No well, matter what. There's no. So I've been stupid. healthy oh, for I, two. I weeks. like this. But it's we got so we got to make a visit to Columbus. Oh God! <laughs> they, uh, I do. I I like how the Big Ten does it because let's be real. It, it, in truth, the Big Ten did not want to play, and so since they're doing it, they're saying, "All right, 
if we're going to do it, it's on y'all to make they this happen. They want to fail don't, so bad. They do. The yeah, Big they Ten do, presidents literally want Big Ten football to fail this year. And it's so I petty. I respect that It's move. so petty. Except for the one team that matters. Yeah, that's right. Illinois fighting Illini. That's, that's my biggest fear is that we don't get through a full season <laughs> unscathed. And I'm not even – so what with all the bad the Big Ten's done – they do have the best procedures in place for keeping their players and coaches safe and healthy. Very true. They do. And the way the how stringent they're being and with the daily testing and the way that the way that they're taking care of everything is very nice, but shit happens. And you can't just stop an illness and they're not playing in a bubble and Man, is it gonna suck if players start popping positive? Like, especially when there's no bye weeks built in. We're just at least we know though that there's not gonna be like a coach saving situation where he tests positive but he doesn't because they got pressured into saying that he was fine. Like we know that oh, if stop. everyone is cleared, False they're cleared. Are so. super common. Stop it. Uh, you think they're about I, I, to throw that? Listen, <laughs> yeah. Saban, uh, Saban no got chance. that Odell Beckham Jr. in him. He's like, nah, COVID doesn't actually fuck with me. <laughs> the, the, doc, the doctor COVID who had visiting, the, like on the Monopoly board. a mutual board, respect. In jail. Other, the doctor who the had states. the positive test was like, uh, I meant negative. So we've already been told that it's a one league, one, one team league. Has that doctor been seen <laughs> since, by the way? No, no, he's dead. He's in the lake over at Saban's Beach House. He is definitely <laughs> alligator food. It's he's on next season of Unsolved Mysteries. <laughs> it's not even a doctor that administers a test. It's a nurse. Oh, that's her, worse, bro. Her too. Yeah, no, she gone. That she was gone. sexist. That was super sexist. Uh, so Matt has informed us that Ohio State is, of course, winning the Big Ten, and nobody else matters. Uh, Nah. Unless we go over there and give them I all COVID. Matt, if I misspoke. We uh, got a real shot. We get over there and give them all COVID. We got a real shot. Well, it's got to be nah, Justin I mean, Fields. November 28th is going to be their first loss. Specifically needs to be so. Justin Fields. Do they play you guys November 28th? Uh, actually, here's the thing. Michigan State gets help because Illinois going right. to be taking, taking that Buckeye hey, ass oh, no, out. Fellas, this is perfect. For, for Dylan's annual birthday trip this year, we, uh, we head into Indiana on November 21st. That's when Ohio State's visiting IU. I said this isn't fun at all. We're going to attack them all COVID, and they'll be out for our game and Michigan's game. Oh, wait. This sounds a lot more fun now, actually. We can't go, though. Oh, yeah. We can't go. We can't go. There's no fans allowed. We don't have to go to the stadium. We just got to get to the hotel they're staying at. Well. Why would I just sit in a hotel in Bloomington for In Matt's defense, which is ironic since he wouldn't actually know about it, we don't need a stadium full of fans to be in the stadium. That's true. That's true. He's going to lick the turf. <laughs> lick the turf. Oh, Don's man. first crime of his entire I mean, life. All we have to do is spike the Gatorade with bad juice. That's it. It's that simple. What are, okay, where, where are we going? Uh, I don't know. I, I've been told it's a one-team league and nothing else matters. Oh, but right. a lot matters to me. We kick off this, honestly, and I say this with no sarcasm. Some It is... Amusing to me, but no sarcasm. I find the Rutgers MSU match to kind of kick things off fascinating. Am I on uh, an island here? Yes. Yeah, this, this is not. MSU is going to be fine. Yeah, that's going to be problem. fine against Rutgers. Right, right. That's <laughs> all I meant by that. So you guys are that confident that you think you roll Rutgers? 
I'm not, yes. and no one else. All right, not, Matt I'm, is with I'm, me. I'm not. I'm picking him. I'm picking Rutgers in that spread of 13 and a half. My man, no. absolutely. No you what part? No. You guys are going to Who's be our worse quarterback? than last year. Who's Rutgers? Anybody? Who's our quarterback? Uh, I don't know. Rutgers literally took half of the underclassmen transfers from Michigan, Ohio good, State. Good. In our I cast offs, ended up at Rutgers. Our castoffs, and this is no slight. You guys have a rebuild going on. Our castoffs are better than anything yep. on your team right Rutgers now. Rutgers has tried to rebuild their entire program for their entire existence. But also, in fairness, this is year one for Shiano again. So. It's kind of year one. It's also year like five and a half. But I'm not picking Rutgers to win the game. I, I think Michigan State's winning the football game. But I this don't isn't see... Mark Antonio. We're not going to punch punch down. I anymore. will be surprised. We'll just punch. I will be surprised if this isn't a one score game. And I am just fascinated to see what right. you guys look like. Is Rocky Lombardi we, starting we a QB? We don't lose to Rutgers in football. I didn't right? say. So that I know that. I'm not saying lose. No I'm one. Saying, said I don't know. We cover State that two touchdown spread. I think I think it's going to be a one score game. And is I Lombardi really, our quarterback? I am really interested. Who knows? That's the only interesting part about it. I'm the really game. interested. <laughs> we don't even know who our quarterback is. Well, they know. We don't. <laughs> right. Well, you don't know I'm that. I'm not worried about You don't it. know that they know. So no, I'm I'm actually no, surprised. Know. And this is good because that means everyone is fully bought in. Like, we are ready to roll on Big Ten football. Like I am. Michigan. I got two teams to follow. I'm hyped. Who's your second this year? Purdue? You know I've been clear about yeah, who my Illinois. second has been forever. No, Iowa. The Kingfishers. <laughs> no, it's the Kingfishers. Get out of here. No, it's Northwestern. It's I, slippery rock. So you're you're a you're abandoning you're abandoning Rondell Moore? No, I love Rondell Moore like the sun is bright. However, Matt Painter coaches there too. I will never forget that. <laughs> what does that, that have so. to do with their football team? Didn't, didn't stop you from buying their jersey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was my grandparents, my late great grandparents. Yeah, feel bad. All right, we've had anyway. enough grandparents. Well, maybe they shouldn't root for Ron <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're you're not just you're not just opinion. going against him. You're picking a rival almost. That's not a rival. Yeah, borderline. No, no, it's not. <laughs> Illinois' only rivals are Northwestern and. Hold on, Northwestern doesn't Ohio have State rivals. Is, is well, right. <laughs> no, but Ohio State, they have like a turtle rock. But that's Northwestern's rival is Stanford's academic team. <laughs> Northwestern's rival is getting people into the stadium, as we know first. Oh, no, no. They get people into the stadium. They're just usually opposing fans. Uh, true, hey, true, that, true, true. that was <laughs> – I loved that high school stadium. That was a blast. <laughs> it was it's so true. There was there were, like, doors open. There was a dumbbell uh, on the ground. What is happening? It is the second best high school stadium like, I've There ever was been nothing in. stopping us from being able to get onto the field if we wanted to. Like, and that, <laughs> what do you mean? We did. No, I'm talking about during the you game. <laughs> like, no, we could have we popped up on like the sideline. No problem. <laughs> That's true. Would have been yeah. just hanging out. I, I'm going like, to be oh. honest. I think me and Ryan could have put on jerseys and just gone out yeah. into the field. Oh yeah, I, I could I could have put on a freaking golf shirt and been a coach. 
All right. Kershaw's so, Paul, week one, your your Michigan Wolverines start the easiest schedule in the Big Ten. Shut your – oh, is, my God. He's doing this is, stuff. It's going to be snowing. At least it's is, not it AJ trying to do it. So right like, I, like, no, like when, we, when we saw the schedule drop weeks ago, like, and, you know, you did your usual bitching of Michigan schedule. Like, I rolled my eyes <laughs> because you always bitch about Michigan schedule. But then I went it's and looked. Bad. And I was like, damn. Like, no, you ain't bitching this year. You just spitting facts. Like, the fact that Michigan has to take on Minnesota, Wisconsin, Penn State, and Ohio State, and no one else has a schedule facing the four other best teams besides themselves in the Big Ten is absolute crap. Depending on how they do, it might be five. Like, Indiana could be the next best team. It's, we don't. <laughs> that seems like an overstatement. Well, hold on. No, it's either going to be Indiana or Iowa. What do you mean Iowa's not on your schedule? No, he's talking about the fifth I'm best team. I'm talking about in the Big Ten Look, pecking the best order. Teams in, the best teams in the Big Ten uh, are Michigan, Ohio State, Wisconsin, and Penn State. Those are the four best teams. Wait, Wisconsin doesn't play and Minnesota Ohio State joining or them Penn, in the fifth. Or Penn State? Yeah, no. no. Uh, no. Ohio State does not face Wisconsin. Ohio State does not face Minnesota. Do they face Penn State? They're crop. Yes, of course they face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. well, yeah, because that's, that's a division. That, yeah, that's division. We're talking about facing the other two team, the other good teams in oh, the Oh, in the West, other division, East, gotcha, whatever. Gotcha, the gotcha. best yeah. team, so, the best team Wisconsin plays is Minnesota, which is not a bad team, but come on, man, that's the right. best, the hardest game on your schedule, dude. Or, or you guys? It's like, man, yeah. and even like, ah. Uh, I'm telling you, this is why five yeah. and three is like locked the hell only, in. And, yeah, Minnesota's not facing Penn State or Ohio State. It's not just Michigan's got to face both of them. It's there's no you open. On the road at night with Minnesota. They won 10 games last year? Yeah. Maybe even 11? Yeah. Yep. No, they won 11 because I think they won the bowl 11 game. 11 You open on the road with an 11-win team. With an, in, in a every, storm. In a in an actual, in Fargo. In you are literally in the movie Fargo. <laughs> the movie Fargo is where you're playing. Breaking in a first-time starter at QB, an entirely new offensive line. Well, that's fine. He can learn He can learn to hand the ball off entirely real well. Entirely new offensive right. line. That's, that's all he needs to do. <laughs> that is, if, if it is as cold as it is expected to be, it is, it, we talked about this before, it's going to be a classic Big Ten run it, don't. Yeah, you know it's ironic? Your running back, White Zinfidel, is going to get all the work. <laughs> Listen, seriously, if you had just flipped it, it's sick. It's going to be 69 degrees here. That's the difference between if it would have been home and away. Yeah, it's a gonna, 30 degree difference here. And then you're just playing. Don't drop the ball <laughs> over there. I I did make the parallel. It's 100 percent true, though. This is Utah 2015. All over I mean, this in. So we talked about this briefly in our. Wait, what do you mean by that? Chat. I'm sorry. What I mean by that is that this is a Michigan team that is breaking in a new quarterback with a bunch of new players in the same vein as if this was Harbaugh's first year all over again in a horribly tough road game with an environment that no matter how Michigan plays, because Milton could be solid, it will not matter in my mind. It doesn't matter. It's such a tough spot for this team to have. It like this game is just like Utah, where I knew a hundred percent, no matter how Michigan played, which Rudock throwing those interceptions didn't help, but there was no way they were winning in Utah. It's the same thing as this, because need I remind you, if the schedule had been originally as is, Michigan was playing at Washington, which would have been the same thing. For whatever reason, Michigan's first game was destined this year to be a loss. In I, my we opinion. always we play a lot of first hard first games because that's what we do is we just schedule dumbass games 
which it's like MSU basketball. In, well, but it doesn't hurt you in basketball. In football, it hurts you a lot, like so much. True, 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 in the true, CFP true. era, especially, like you just you can't afford right. to stack your schedule like that. I mean, you look at all the other contenders' schedule. Like, if you want to make the CFP, or you could yeah. stack your schedule like that and actually rise to the occasion. No one does. Literally, no one ever does. Like there's no, just, that, there's that's just no such an unfair examples spot. It of just it. is, but it, but it is what it is. I agree. Like if you really want to be in that spot, you got to kind of surprise. But it's just, I, I, I am no with Dylan. Way they're going to win and, this and game. Not just the opening game this season, except we know more about it. I think it's going to be so much like 2015, because at the end of 2015 we were a better team than Utah, but it didn't matter opening night, and. I think it, it can be a lot more of the same. I think at the end of the season, we will be a better team than Minnesota. In three games, we might be a better team than Minnesota. I don't know if we're going to be a better team than Minnesota opening night on the road. Is that, is that stud running back from Minnesota still there, or did he graduate? No, he's gone. He's gone. Yeah. Okay, so, I mean, look, there's... No, they got they got they got my man's ever receiver. But th- there's though. reasons to believe Michigan can win this game. Obviously, they, oh for they, sure there is, especially know. especially if you look at with, the matchups. A cold right. weather game actually benefits us. That's true, but I still think it's a hell of a tough spot. I, I, we don't. I I think it's left tough because of the weather. Look, well then this is a perfect opportunity for Harbaugh to earn some money, like. Oh, I was wrong. Uh, the running back Ibrahim is there still. Mm. That's that's bad. That's very yeah. Y'all fun. <laughs> so it's yeah, so I think ball our control, defensive clock line, control. I think our defensive line is arguably the best in the country this year. Our defense, <laughs> our interior, our front seven is awesome. Our front seven is awesome. Oh if God. the interior of our defensive it line never fails, <laughs> what? Nothing. You you always have some kind of analysis which ends with your team having the best something in the country, and and then and then like it never had like that's great have a great front seven but if you end five and five or whatever the season five, five and three, and three like that's a that's a well, it's, it that's is not a good to season the specific matchup so our front seven is better than Minnesota's front on the opposite side. Well, yeah, because our right tackle is going to be gone. So. so I'm not, I'm not concerned with them running for 300 yards on us like we did to Notre Dame last year. Like that, I'm not worried about. Cold weather benefits us because on both Stop. sides of the ball, passing the passing game is going to be our biggest question mark. We lost Lavert Hill, we lost Ambry Thomas. On Wait, the other I side, Thomas you was still there. Line, no, Ambry Thomas opted out. Ambry Thomas has colitis, and right. yeah, gotcha. so cowardice. Forgot about that. Wow. Can he get a <laughs> Can he get a red shirt? Well, this year's already a red shirt year. Yeah, he can yeah. get a red shirt yeah. after he's uh, drafted he's, by the Buccaneers. Yeah, he's gonna get drafted in like the first three rounds, so it, it does. Yeah, really so he's not gonna. Uh, he's around. gone, which sucks because he's incredible, obviously. So it's a big blow. And then on the flip side. Whole new offensive line stands one player, and pass pros is the much harder thing for young lines to get down. But a better quarterback under center than we've had the last three years. 
will be a better quarterback. No, I he's don't already know. a better quarterback. We than don't Patterson. know that. You don't know <laughs> so what I, he's going to so look like in this game, though. I think I don't care what he looks like. Based, he just has to step on the field, on and he's what, a better quarterback. Based than on what I've been told, based on what's out there, I I say you're probably right, but we don't know that. We really don't, and we don't know how he's going to look with live Man, fire. Because Ryan, would it would shock you to know that Paul jerked off to the idea of Shea Patterson when he came to Michigan? <laughs> yeah, in the I was shower? just about to say that. <laughs> to the idea of what? I miss uh, Of Shea Patterson coming to Michigan. Yeah, you were so no, excited. I, was in the not, shower. I don't so I don't understand this where this came from, and I can pull all literally all of the receipts. I literally said we don't need him. I'm more excited about the other Ole Miss players that are supposed to be coming here that ended up not coming here because they weren't academically eligible. I, I did not care oh, at all they didn't want to about Shea Patterson again. <laughs> I, I I was so indifferent. God I was damn. so indifferent to him coming here. I liked our quarterback so bad, room. Bro, I, I didn't Shea? care about him. I'll catch you on the flip side. I, I wanted. I really wanted Van Jefferson, <laughs> super good receiver, and the safety. I don't even remember the safety's name, but he was a hell of a lot better football yeah, he player. He was so good. You he was a hell of a lot better football player than Shea like Patterson. Hell, oh, come on. Stop it. I didn't know it was allowed. You set yourself up oh, for this kind funny. of stuff, Paul, when you do oh, stupid crap God. like That's that, fine. though. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, I, like, I, I love I AJB in here. I do think that the snow does benefit Michigan, though, because I think... Well, I don't think there's actually going to be snow in, on the field game day. Like, in the first... No. No. It's going to be cold, if though. If it snows. I just have, cold. like, over I, uh, the last few years, I just have the lowest expectations for Harbaugh to do anything, so, like, I won't be surprised. The exact opposite well, so of Paul, the, No, healthy. no, and this is what's bullshit and what aggravates the, me, the is your definition of <laughs> anything is going to Indy. Yeah. Nothing short of that is that's absurd. It's not absurd. It's why no, you play the game. No, it is absurd. One team from How the east gets to go. One team from the east gets to go. And Ohio State has so, been and so, will be so better Paul, than us like, pretty much you're every cool, year. You're cool with participation trophies. Like, oh, we had a good season. We won ten games. Congratulations, you guys. Let's try again hard next year. You should college football if all you care about is getting <laughs> there. Again There's no reason for you to watch college football. You're right, Paul. Dylan and that's and why after they Ryan. lost a couple of times last year, I didn't really tune into Michigan football. So then football. why are you having this conversation? What? Because he's on the podcast. But we talked well, at the beginning of the podcast. Because I'm on the podcast and because I'm trying to make to you see the error of your ways for worshiping There's Jim no Harbaugh when he's done nothing. You man. Your definition like, look, of anything is stupid. Space. It Paul, makes you there was, sound dumb. Paul, okay, so here's the deal. Listen, I was all for the Jim Harbaugh hire, and I thought that it was a great hire when it happened. Here's my problem with Jim Harbaugh. He goes your and problem runs, is you have expectations that don't align with the fucking reality of the Big Ten. Up oh, there we wow. go. We got and, Paul Matt. He's swearing. Well, I I understand that. Like, yeah. I, I well, we excuse me for being a fan and wanting my team to win a championship. How horrible the only my way fandom. That's gonna Let me repent of that sin real quick. Game from Ohio because State. like it's not going to happen. But they have Paul. Shut up and let him finish his thoughts. But the, his but thoughts the, are dumb. No, my that, that is not for you to decide. <laughs> no, my thoughts aren't dumb because Paul like. Has, so here, here's the reality. Like, if we're going to cop out and go, it's not the reality. We'll never beat Ohio State. Then stop I, that's calling. That's not what I said. But well, expecting it is absurd. <laughs> Wait. So, so we should just, we should just, as Michigan fans, 
just tuck our tails and just not expect to beat Michigan or Ohio State. Like that shouldn't no, be happy no. with a New Year's Six bowl. You should right. have realistic so, expectations. If you go into us going into Columbus this year and you think that it's a reasonable thing, no, to we don't stand to win, a chance. You're they're going to ha- they're idiot. literally going to hang a hundred points on us this year, and that's fine. That they doesn't mean <laughs> that our coach is doing a bad fucking job. Well, it but no, here, uh, that, that I well, don't very But see here, but see here's 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 where listen when Mel Tucker comes to Week Two and loses by forty to Michigan. Now we're talking. About Michigan State because that doesn't I'm matter. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna laugh and say, <laughs> oh, "Oh, Mel Tucker must be a bad coach." Yeah, but no, he's but Mel. Okay, he's also in his first year. He does it in year six. I'll be like, if hey, I no. could, if I could get a word in, I would tell you, like, you're trying to. Mel Tucker did not come to Michigan State with the parade that Jim Harbaugh came to Michigan with. First of all, second of all, all Harbaugh has done since he's been at U of M is taken trips recruited with his shirt off, slept at recruits' house, and run his mouth and has done nothing on the field to back up what he has done off of oh. the field. That's my problem with him. If you're going I, to... In I fairness question, to him, he stopped doing I understand that, but if you're you, going... Mr. Yoder? Mr. Yoder, I have a question for you. Mr. Yoder, how, don't how you, you dare put me podcast? in the same conversation with him. How did you get into him? this podcast? What? How did you get in here? I, well, I well okay. Did not. I'm I'm James gonna I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you one opportunity podcast. to stop what you're doing right now because you're being ridiculous. I'm no, legitimately you're being ridiculous. No, your I'm, context doesn't matter in your world. See, this is the problem with people how that did, are casual fans of college football and they don't understand that college football is not the fucking please NFL. insult it's my not intelligence. Major league, it's not major league baseball. It is a completely different animal. Every team's goal in college football is not the same. You could say, oh, participation trophies, and oh, you're you should always be winning championships. That's not how fucking college football works. Okay, please like, explain. Enlighten team, me. Like Write the book on it. If you're Northwestern, you're goal is not to win the Big Ten every year. You but have we are not Northwestern. You're right. We're not Northwestern, and we're okay. also not Ohio State. But we were. And but we're we not were. going to fucking be Ohio State. We were when Ohio State was what we were. Then over the last 15 fucking years, they've elevated to a place that we've never been. Harbaugh has this team as good as they have ever been in the history of the Michigan program. We have as much Which, talent in or as good as we have ever this is fucking me. been. Uh, please, Ohio please, 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 please. All subjective analysis. It's literally it's all subjective. It is literal fucking fact. Quantify talent. Quantify no. talent for me. So it is quantified. I'll pull it up for you right now. You want the team composite rankings? Okay, we're done. No. Why? Stop. Stop. Here's the thing. I actually do agree with Paul. Except for that he is more positive in what he's saying. I actually do agree with his analysis that you got you are not who you believe no, you were. No, I agree. Basically. We're not. But, but we are exactly right, that's what, what we he, were. It's just never. Uh, no, no, no here, this Dylan, is where no, he Dylan and I like differ. This. Hold on. No, you will agree with this. You will were. agree with this, Dylan. You just are saying it wrong. We are what we always were. Disagree. It's just not right. as good as people but, thought it was. 100%. Okay, so you so so Paul, that. let like, me let me see if I'm representing you correctly. You're saying that what we were in the past when we were competing at the higher levels of national relevancy and all that wasn't at mm. well, just stop for a second, Dylan. Wasn't as good as people they kind of look at it with rose-colored glasses. Absolutely. Okay. 100%. Okay. So Michigan, in that, so, so then Paul, Michigan in, is a tier two blue blood. That's okay. What they so are. then, so Ohio then Paul, Ohio State is tier one, and the gap is huge. Fantastic. So then, Paul, you and I can be in agreement then, because I agree with you. Like I think that Michigan has a great tradition, but I think that 
our expectations have been discolored by what we believed we were and hold this, you know, high, like, pretentious view of what we think we are when in reality we're not. So maybe then my expectation of wanting, like, I don't think it's wrong for me as a fan to covet a championship and think that anything less than a championship is unsuccessful. But that also, like, knowing that we're not going to get there. Does that make any sense at all? Yeah. I feel you. And I think part of the reason for this kind of reckoning, and I'm not trolling, I'm not, is that Jim is literally doing what Bo did. Not beating Ohio State, not winning big games, not winning his Wait, bowls. hold up. So, Bo, Bo beat Ohio State, but Ohio Bo State... Beat, yeah, well, the, you know what I no, mean, but on, though. But, but he was like thing. In the really 70s, Michigan beat Ohio State and won the Big Ten Championship. This yeah. is, Plenty of times. They are, they are two sides this of the is, same coin the because Ohio State we, is not the same we, as it was back then. If we then. were beating Ohio State even two out of six times, people right. would not be upset. I agree the with you 100%. Is, it's nothing to do with us. Ohio State is so vastly better than they've ever been. Just take this year. Just this year. Right now, we're going into this season. That right? I agree with. Michigan. I disagree with you saying yeah, Michigan they're... has never been this good before. Michigan, they were this good wise, in the 70s and the, 80s. The roster, they're a nine-and-a-half win program. The, the, the roster talent been. on Michigan right now is 18th in the country. Ohio State's is third in another universe. Michigan has two fi- five-star talent on their roster. Two. Those, those are players that are projected to be taken in the first round of the NFL draft. We have two of them. Ohio State has 14. They can field over an entire side I agree of the with ball that. with so, five stars. We have two. But isn't that – okay, no, correct me if I'm wrong, okay? But I feel like when we hired Jim Harbaugh, the reason why we hired Jim Harbaugh was to attract those five-star talents and because – and close that gap. Agree and or disagree? Is, but Number two thing under, but that Michigan under. fan doesn't and will never understand – we are not recruiting pretenses. from the same base. Not only are we not recruiting the same kids, we are not allowed to bring in the same kids. Take Rashawn Gary, mm-hmm. right? Rashawn Gary is the number one recruit in the country, and he cared about academics like hey, a lot, hey, right? Hey, hey, he hey. almost didn't get into <laughs> Michigan. Michigan is only allowed to take one see the to two at right, every time. kids every, every single time. year. That's see, all we can take, academic at I, risk. And they have to meet a bunch of other requirements or they still don't get in see, as football I, players. Other see, schools don't have those restrictions. My experience around the Michigan football program would tell me that that is actually not a and factual case. And it changed. Case. Do you know how this changed? It's the most hilarious irony in the world. Did it, it change after Richrod? It changed, it changed around that time. But yes, after okay. Richrod, so if it changed, coat, if it changed it, after uh, Richrod, then I'll. It changed when Jim Harbaugh was at Stanford. Okay. And Jim Harbaugh came out and blasted Michigan's recruiting practices. Yeah. And when he was defending his own at Stanford, because okay. at Stanford you don't get any leeway, zero, right? So you so have I to give him admitted academically, and so, he put Michigan on blast when he was the head coach of Stanford. And our that. regents were like, "You're right. We're going to change things." Okay, so I can concede that to you because I was going to say my experience around the Michigan football program through my brother would would speak differently to what you were saying. But so, if it changed, so many. But if it changed after that, then I can concede that point to you. And, I, and it's twofold. So many Michigan greats would have never been admitted 
in the current area, especially in the 80s and 90s, in early 2000s. So many of our great players would have never got admitted today. And that's what yeah, makes... Yeah, hooligan Tom Brady never would have made it. Harbaugh getting our talent <laughs> to like that level again, the fact that he's done that, is nuts given the pretense. The problem is Ohio State is so much better than they've ever been. If this was Ohio State of the mid-2000s, we wouldn't have this problem. We wouldn't, like but it's those not. Teams, though. So then you know what I say? Don't make it a rivalry game anymore because it's not even a rivalry. It's, al- <laughs> it's always <laughs> a rivalry. So, so what, Ohio right. State doesn't get a rival? Uh, well, uh, well, they do. They have Penn Clemson. State. No, I mean, I'm just they saying, like, State, so. like, we can be what Michigan State used to be before D'Antonio to uh, to Michigan, right? We That's what we are to Michigan, to Ohio State. Like, we are little brother. We are the doormat. If, if, if you think that Ohio State's going to stay are, like this State. forever, you hope that they don't. You hope that oh, after five more coaching hires go by that they fall down. I mean, so they got Urban Urban Meyer. It started with Jim Trestle. That was such They're, a That was such a sneaky move of Urban Meyer. That was such BS. And then, then they take what? Urban Meyer. So am I going to cash Meyer out my takes... 401k before Michigan beats Ohio State again? <laughs> I don't think so. Urban Meyer this leaves Florida for health reasons and then goes into the booth at the ESPN. And how many Ohio State games did he do that year, the year they were on probation? Uh, like three. He did the Michigan State-Michigan game. Like, did, did them all from Gene like, Smith's dude, like, That was such a, like, that was such yeah. a BS-like situation. AJ, why do you have to get me so upset? Well, so but that's a, because see, AJ, you're coming to the you're coming to the place that like it's hard. I understand. Like that's got to be a hard thing to like get to. Like not realize because I'm not stating you were living in ignorance per se, but like that is the truth. And like Paul and I for years were dancing around this. And he may have been saying it the whole time. I don't know. I can't no, he speak has. to that. He's been consistent in his argument, but I still hold to like, sure. like I get it. Like, so we're never going to be Alabama. Cool, great. So like, you weren't is the thing. You never, we never were. were. You're just gonna be peak TCU, and you're gonna have to be cool. With it. <laughs> That's not <laughs> Michigan. So there is only one other program in all of college football that is. In a, in a similar place, always has been, always will be in a similar place to Michigan. Recruits similarly has Nebraska. a similar national standing. No, it's Notre Dame. Eh, Notre Dame that, and yeah. Michigan yeah, yeah. are the same fucking program. They have the same issues. They have the same strength. Well, now, because Michigan decided to have the moral high ground and stop recruiting the way that you used yes, to. Yes, yes, exactly. You saw what Notre Dame would go, oh, well, they're not winning shit either. We can just join them. And I am fine with that. Like, I am <laughs> fine. I think it's better when your student Idiots. athletes are actually student athletes. Like, it's not a problem. And when is the more the things open up. The word student comes first. Especially, the more things open up, especially with NIL in all of this stuff that the NCAA is going towards, <laughs> right. that's going to help Michigan. I would it's just like for my teams to like at least try and win a championship once in a while. Then, so watch pro teams. I mean, even if college, you tried, college I don't think is so anymore. different. You you you're not. You should never be rooting for a college team because of how much they win. It is something completely different. So much more emotionally vested. And, and I, I do agree with his contention. Depending on the school, your priorities are just super different. And like I, that's I the thing I, I think also State we have. Fan, then. Well, there you go. Because, like, I'll be honest. You know, I grew up in Ohio even State if fan, you tr- right? Yes, we know. Okay. I, that's, <laughs> I should have okay. just stayed in Ohio State. Fine. That's fine. 
But it's one of those things like where all of us, every single Stupid fan brother. that is not of the six schools, <laughs> like, you have to be honest with yourselves. We're never going to, even if we try. I don't care how many bag men or, or, or you let stop the recruiting or whatever. Clemson's not stopping. Alabama's not stopping. Georgia's not stopping. Ohio State isn't stopping. Oklahoma is having a rough patch yeah, this year, but no, Oklahoma's right. had a rough patch for a while. They've they've I mean, been a they've second made the fiddle CFT tier like four years uh-huh, in and a been row, a, and so. been knocked out quickly. But every Oklahoma time. gets no. to go to the CFP because they're in a trash conference. Do you right. know also, who? Like, do you know who else? Well, I sure, think now but... that you have you know brought this, I, I still hold to the fact that I want my team to win a uh, a championship. But I well, I yeah, see... you want them to, but you can't. To say that oh that right. should be your expectation is just it's dishonesty right. or but, ignorance. Okay, so two. maybe it's not my expectation, but I can still consider a season unsuccessful in my mind because a championship was not won. But it, now that like you bring that to light, like another comp for Michigan is Texas. Oh, except yeah. there's except a lot of schools that are better like than this. Texas. So, like if I... we play Texas this year, we win by thirty points. Like sure, maybe. sure, sure. There are actually a lot of schools like this, though. A lot of 90s programs after the BCS was done, like Florida State's having this problem. Miami yeah, has had Florida this Florida State issue, has a Tennessee. national championship and, and in the last is, decade. Uh, so what you're saying... Yeah, and look where they are this now. Yeah, they're god-awful right now. This is why it's even more frustrating. Take all of the all of those Tier 2 Blue Bloods. Take USC. Tennessee, USC, Nebraska. Tennessee, Nebraska. Michigan's better than all of them. They're in a better place than literally all of those teams. Because you're more steady and consistent, but like those schools are even we worse because Rich Rod, they're more delusional. We went through Rich Rod and Hoke, and Harbaugh brought us back to what we were before them, and people are mad just because OSU elevated and we didn't. Like it's it's so frustrating. Well, I mean, I do, when your I, rival I, is I seeing the success that they have seen, and I get the expectation aspect of it, and you have this belief that you have been on that level for your entire program's history, which is what a lot of people believe, right? Then when which you see that team excel up and you kind of stay put, that's where your disenfranchisement so and frustration comes So I hate when people in. use it to knock him, especially since the sport was so different, but it really should tell you all that you need to know. The greatest stretch in our program history and the greatest coach in our program history was under Bo Schembechler. Do you agree or disagree with that? Uh, Lloyd won a national title. Well, this so. is what I'm asking. How many titles did Bo I think win? none? Like that is none. that is he didn't win bowl games. That is it, it, the prime example of Michigan dominance for a stretch well, of his, years. His name was Bo, not, not going Bo. back to the beginning of the sport. Right. Only going back fifty years, right? When he didn't black win. People could play. He did what AJ okay. calls anything. He didn't win anything. It, of, and that's why he's a bitch, which is what I think our entire point was. <laughs> which is why, which is and, why I think Lloyd Carr's probably. Right. The best coach in program history. Well, he won he with has Gary Mueller's. He won with okay. Gary Mueller's team, but well, he so won. in defense of Harbaugh, well, that, Gary Mueller. Uh, Gary Mueller had a scandal and got kicked out of his coach, which was the worst thing that ever right. happened to Michigan football because he was phenomenal. Hey, bro, you you should have won before your scandal. M- you sure I'm pretty sure it's Moeller. Yeah, it's Moeller. Yeah, it is I don't Moeller. think it's Mueller. Mueller, I, Moeller, he didn't win, so we wouldn't know. 
I, I do believe. You know, I do believe a, my pronunciation has been Mulder, well dissected. Mueller, Ferris Bueller's Day Look, Off. Ohio State. In, him him in defense of Harbaugh, number one, Paul, your your truth, which is the truth for the most part, is a tough pill for fans to swallow. That your team is good, uh, nigh on great, but not good enough to win a national championship. Number one. Number two, I think one of the things that really hurts. Harbaugh, and it's not his fault, is how much he's being paid to do the job at Michigan. Yeah, when that's not pay is fault. on the level, his... I know it's not his fault, but people look at this and go, well, he's being paid damn near the same as Saban and the right. like, so why isn't he producing? That's not his fault that Michigan is willing to pay him that much while also either not knowing or knowing and swallowing the fact that they are not as good as yeah. these other programs, and they're probably never going to be with the restrictions they have. The University of Michigan is their own worst enemy in this situation. It is so dumb when you talk about pay. Not you, but people. Like, you are 100% right. People bring up the pay all the time. Oh, what does 7 million bucks get you? 9 and 3. What Harbaugh has done at Michigan to get them to the level that they are is harder than what Ryan Day and Urban Meyer did at OSU to win titles. Oh, unequivocally. And it's it, like where we are now. And people are like, oh, he gets paid and he hasn't shown any results. It is such a different job. Not to mention, our our football team prints money. Like it's not like it's it's a vest investment that's not paying off. Us being relevant, and I know that AJ hates that because apparently we're never relevant, but we are certainly relevant where they count where they care. Us being as relevant as we are under Harbaugh in the revenue, you could aspect, pay him yes. five times as much and justify it. There's just it, it doesn't matter how much a football coach makes. He's either the right coach how, or he's not. But how not. many retweets do they get? He, he's the yeah. right coach or he's not. Uh, that's, that's But I it. will say, okay, there is a criticism to be made for Jim in a, in a metric that both of you mentioned, though. I think the two every six, that's the problem. If it, It's not about the national I've never been that's about the it, national titles. It's not like, even two out of six. Well, no. no. Well, I, I, I said that's where people His, would be happy. My I issue said people with would him, be happy if we were. Uh, my, but my point is, is I think that a much more legitimate problem is, is don't get run. No, it, it not not necessarily even not beating. Like if every game was like a 2016, this, I, I'll be so honest. If it, were, if it were me, good and to this go. Is what frustrates but like you me. can't keep getting destroyed. So this yeah, is what I agree frustrates with you, 100%, me. Is th- this is the the worst part of it? Because everyone says 0 and five soon to be 0 and six, right? And oh, you haven't beat Ohio State in this many tries. Every single year, every single game is different. And if you go context by context, 2015, no in no universe did that team. This was a five-win team the year Harbaugh got there. No universe were they ever competing with Ohio State. I agree, 100. So you chalk that one up as a loss. We did with two backups. 2016, exit the conversation. If you want to put that game on Harbaugh, we won that game for all intents and purposes about six times over. We outplayed the shit. Is that the one where JT was short or not short? Yes. Yeah, when he got it, and then you guys lost it. Among 15,000 other things. So, 2016, so you're going to say, oh, that's a bad loss, which, like, you're not saying that. I know that. But neither 2015 or 2016 are black marks. So, we're already 0 2, but you're 0 2. You're expected to be 0 2, and really, you should be 1 1. 2017, we had a down year, and we rolled John O'Corn out at quarterback, and we almost won that game. We were right there. We were a John O'Corn arm punt from taking, stealing 
so absurdly a game. And everyone talks about Don Brown's issues the last couple of years. Don Brown put a masterpiece together in 2017. It was one of the best coach games. That was games. three years One of the ago. best coach games I've ever. It was three games ago. Yeah. One of the best coach games I've ever seen. It's so go to 2018. It's being drubbed now. 2018, who was our quarterback? Spate. Not a good quarterback. Not a not a complete trash quarterback, but not a good quarterback, right? So we need everyone else to step up if we're going to compete in that game, right? We have a really talented defensive line led by Gary and Chase Winovich, right? Our entire offensive – or sorry, defensive line. The entire defensive line – played that game hurt not banged up legitimately hurt if it was not ohio state we would have been rolling one starter out in that if it was anybody else on the schedule we would have been rolling one starter out there 2018 the revenge tour yes where we had a great three game stretch where we we pounded michigan state we we pounded penn state and then we pounded wisconsin it was fantastic the problem is Against Indiana, well, Gary was fighting injuries for all season, and he got really banged up. Winovich got hurt against Indiana the week before Ohio State. We were devastated on the defensive side. Then early in 2018, we lost Devin Bush. I think Devin Bush went down in that game, right? For sure, it was Devin Bush. As Devin is Bush his career went, tradition. Devin Bush now. went down in that game, and we lost. <laughs> and we lost a cornerback, and they picked us apart on defense and did whatever they wanted because we couldn't get any pressure at all. What are you supposed to do as a coach? You've built a team I'm that ne- can compete. But I'm never. But I'm with. I'm with AJ. You're, I'm never going to accept being destroyed yeah. every. So but because here, like, here, let me not, like. First, so first of all, it's not every year. It's only the last. Oh two, God! Don't take it literal. Years. It's been. It's been. So it's been hold on. Really let me. Bad. Let me. It's but let me get. Let no, me get this two, in. It's two out of five. Like here, here's the deal. Seventeen game, they got outscored thirty-one to six after going up fourteen. Right, so that's a blowout. So they scored a garbage time touchdown. It wasn't a blowout. We lost thirty-one to seventeen, and as I said, we almost stole that game. This is where it gets too far. Well, that's why because it's that you have to take proper context. Please move on. We haven't talked anything Big Ten besides this. Yeah, because nothing else Big Ten matters except for this thirty-five minutes. Well, well, hold on. In in our defense, Matt, you said it's a one-team conference, and we're the only team that can. That was that literally is, uh, yesterday at this point. Here, that's words. how long you've been on this. It was your words. All right, so Michigan sucks. What is Michigan going this year? Five and three. Easy. Easy. I, I would put a lot of money on that. Five and three. Yeah, I think ceiling is six and ten. Uh, six and two. I've, I'll, I'll, I'll stick with it. Five and three. I was going to say four and four, but I figured... Yeah, give it to I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I I don't know. I, I think that there's at least probably four teams in this conference that are probably better than us. Ohio State, Penn State, Wisconsin, and Minnesota. I think we're losing Saturday night. Um, I think that Wisconsin's probably going to steamroll us like they did with Johnson Taylor last year. Obviously, we can never even think about competing with Ohio State again, so that's another loss. And so Penn State is is Penn State. So if we go logically based I off will of that, throw in a caveat. for Wisconsin doesn't have their starting. I don't either. care. Put me out there. Wisconsin will still beat Michigan. <clears throat> Michigan. Oh, well, I don't know. You can be a great quarterback. Wisconsin starting QB is going to be their seasoned highest rated QB program commit in program history. Like they've never had. 
talent-wise, coming out of high school, as much as Graham Mertz, and he's been there a couple years now. So it's not like he's they're rolling out a scrub. Yeah, he's better than Russell Wilson, is what stop, we're No. To say. Oh, stop. Russell stop. Wilson was a transfer. That's different. Uh, oh, so I, okay. he didn't Ryan, play quarterback at Wisconsin. He, he didn't Ryan, he didn't Ryan what is yours for, for the for the b- big blues or whatever? Yeah. What? Give me five and three. I do think they won the first game, though. But I think they lose huh. to Wisconsin, Penn State, and Ohio and, State. And, and there's so three losses what, in the last five. And then everyone's going to be upset. So I, I, I'm going to hate Valeni. That's all I know. So I think the most likely outcome of this season is six and two, like just pure probability. So their ceiling, think if no, <laughs> their ceiling. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> the best possible outcome. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> oh my so god! Good. I think the most probable outcome is six so and two. Good. I would even stretch that to seven and two. I guarantee, and I'll put any amount of money Wait, on the world. How did they today. gain a game in that whole situation? So we play an extra oh. game to finish the Big Ten schedule. Yeah, what well, you know, Big Ten Champions Week. Now it is kind of participation. Trophy. It is participation, trophy, but it's pay. really cool. Everyone plays. You just play your so like the one versus one, the two versus two, the three versus three across the divisions. Like it's pretty sweet. Oh, and so I there's actually nine games this year. So Michigan will be fourth in the East. So they're going to pick. Guarantee up Guarantee we win that. Game. Okay, but so not, then we go five and four. Purdue. Most most likely. <laughs> Jesus, why, AJ? No, I most likely six and two. I will say, if we beat Minnesota in the passing game, is anywhere near above average i would think very much seven and one on the season but that is huge question most probable is going to be six and two this season michigan state is not going two and six not going six and two not going six and two four and four baby let's five and three (laughs) no it's it's yeah yeah it's 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 not gonna be good their ceiling is three and five i was kidding about the five and three thing. Uh, four 400, let's go. 500. Okay, so... <laughs> 400. 400. <laughs> I think I said that same shit like, um, like three months ago on this podcast. Michigan State's ceiling is technically 5-3. and three. No chance. Ceiling. Let's ceiling. No you guys chance. do not understand the concept no. of the We're word ceiling. We're going to be Rutgers, no. Iowa, Indiana, Maryland, No, I don't think you're going no. to. It'll be, it'll be Rutgers, Michigan. I do not We're think... We're going to be 5-1 and one before Ohio all. State, Penn State. I don't think that at all, but... Your ceiling, if you were as good as you could possibly be, and you have to account for your ceiling means some of these teams can be worse than expected. Maybe Iowa sucks this year. No. Well, they aren't going to have any black people on their team anymore. So. I, I I am lockstep with you guys at 2-6. and yeah. six. I, I think that's yeah, our black, our black I think coach that can't is lose to racist the coach. absolute safest thing. <laughs> you guys know that I said 3-9 and nine way back when we thought there was going to be yeah, a normal scales. football season. Um. Two and six is the most likely to me. I'm what if we lose to Rutgers? <laughs> no. Well, so if you lose to Rutgers, Rutgers Indiana trash, Northwestern if, trash, America. If you trash. lose to Rutgers, okay. you have. No, we're not <laughs> extrapolating out of this bullcrap. He asked. Mel Tucker was in a he horrible asked. spot. Stop. If you no, if you lose to Rutgers, no, be, you have I the possibility care. of a winless season, but I still think you'd win one game. But I also am not concerned if that happens because Mel has had no time. You're not concerned long-term. But for this season, it would be a disaster. No, because then in three years, we're going to come on the podcast and scream about context and tell you exactly why we lost every single game that we lost. (laughs) Context matters. I'm not going to rip you guys apart for having two wins this year. So, Uh, Anyways, all right. We're done with with our garbage. Is Ohio State winning the Big Ten? Yes. 
Everyone agrees? Yeah, of course. Well, so a lot of people, and I think it's absurd because I think we're going to pace them. A lot of people think Penn State is going to give them a challenge this year, and I don't see it at all. Not even. Well, no. James Franklin's an absolute idiot, so there's no, <laughs> yeah, there's no way. He is the worst big-time coach I've ever seen. Well. That, that read option play is still the worst call of my entire life. James Franklin. What are you doing? Is literally rich man's brady hoke he he just fails up that's all he, he does he, he gets people to buy in and he surrounds right? himself with he's a great he, salesman and he gets good assistance too so it's, he does know how to compile he's a he's a oh, team like, builder oh like more so he is a team fight. builder yeah. he can build a staff he can get yeah, he can get solid brim. talent in there <laughs> he can get the talent he can build a staff he just can't coach but what the hell is he that? does Kind of 90% of the job, but that's why he just can't win at the top top. Cause... Yeah, he can't get the last five yards right. on a fourth down. Yeah, when he when you have one can't. of the best dual threat quarterbacks in the country and you completely take the ball out of his hands in the most pivotal spot of your career. He's, he's Pennsylvania Ugh. Jim Harbaugh. It's like, it's so <laughs> dumb. Like, what is happening? That was so depressing. And I was so hyped, too, was... watching that game because it was right after Michigan's comeback on the road. It was a great game. Ruined. It was the Penn State Ohio State game. Yeah, it was disgusting. Yes, where James Franklin made the worst <laughs> yeah, fourth, fourth and five call ever. I've ever seen. Let's run a let's what run a draw. What are you doing? <laughs> it was fourth like, down. Dude, what the fuck? Are you doing? Down, like, you know it what always works? Down, a halfback like, dive. <laughs> like, third down. I'm like, okay, sta- whatever. In Ohio oh, State's line, that was with like mm. Bosa and like that. That was a good line by yeah, dude, Ohio like, State. It'd be, it'd be crazy if they ever lost with those guys. <laughs> Will so Smith just on hit the a home west, run. nobody cares. That's right. Hey, get jiggy. But, but was it off anyways. of Will Smith? No, no was it was series. off of Anderson. <laughs> so on the west uh, side of the conference, uh, on the west of Philadelphia, <laughs> born well, and nice catch. It's it's Wisconsin and Mini. It looks like, and Illinois, obviously. So. <laughs> Come on, what about Rondell Moore? Uh, I, I will tell you, I think Illinois is an easy lock for three and five. So, woo! Do better. Oh, I thought they were. I thought they were your boys. I thought you can give them a little more respect than that. Well, I also know for a fact that they're not beating Ohio State, Minnesota, or Wisconsin for sure. I, I don't know. I think yeah. You know what? If Iowa is as bad as I expect them to be, yeah. I Do guess we all agree that Scott Frost sucks and so does this program? I hope that they lose by a thousand. I have never rooted for a non-Michigan school to lose as bad as I'm going to for Nebraska this weekend. I want Ohio State to end. See, that I can't do that because I hate Ohio State. I want them both to lose by a hundred, and it's impossible because they're playing each other. But I also think that all of us collectively as a conference despise Nebraska with our entire being. Yeah, I don't know why. And want in the them conference. to die. I'm fine with them being in the conference. I in fact, them. I want to bring more of the Big 12 here, but I just. There's still a trash can program, and Scott Frost is a chode. Uh, oh, who told y'all that when that for his first <clears throat> year? You motherfucker. No, man, he won a national championship with UCS. So. <laughs> <laughs> Does I have a question? Is there any chance, even given the lack of talent, that Fighting Patties have a bounce back this year? No, no chance. None. They're none in a tough spot. Who? <laughs> their last, their last four games. Uh, oh, Fitzgerald. Yeah, Pat Fitzgerald. Yeah. 
I, I'll be I honest, like looking at the schedule, I'm not saying there's a, a very coach, good but... chance Minnesota goes undefeated. So I, I think this – it might come back to bite me, but I'm actually – I'm taking Minnesota to win the West. I mean, seriously, look at their schedule. You got Michigan, Maryland, Illinois – Iowa, Purdue, Wisconsin, Nebraska, and Northwestern. Yeah, the only rough part is Wisconsin I mean, on the road, obviously, besides starting the season yeah. with Michigan. Right. That's literally it. Like, if Minnesota, it, it, to be fair, but again, we can't Minnesota's expect Michigan to win a game, so don't count that for them. <laughs> no, Wisconsin and Minnesota, you're obviously your two best bets in the West. Yeah. And, they and, both, and they both have a chance to go undefeated in their division. See, I don't think it's easy. I think Wisconsin could easily. Ironically, well, I'm saying easily they're the two best teams in the West. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, uh, apparently uh, Wisconsin and Minnesota have the same schedule. Yeah, that's funny. Facing, but but was but Wisconsin's is definitely harder though. Uh, I don't know that the only the only rough road game is at Michigan. Right, but Michigan and Minnesota are three weeks apart, whereas for Minnesota, it's six See, I, I, I flip it the other way because Wisconsin is at home for the only game that matters. Take and start the bench in the but, middle game against Northwestern. But no but no r- road game matters at all. There's no fans, That's not, no, so like, I don't care no, about home and We've talked about this before. There's so much more to playing at home than just the fans in the stands. So much more. <laughs> well, for the, com- uh, well, for the comfort of you know, the NFL bed. records this year versus last year for home. And there's a big difference between playing in the fucking pandemic and not for home teams. A, small sample size. Uh, B, half the oh, teams have uh, fans. What? <laughs> Uh, no stadium is even close to full. No, I didn't say full. What do you mean? The, what do you mean? The swamp is already full, with a bunch of idiots. Look, look, I think I think that the home field advantage with fans is a significant advantage with over not having fans there. Like I understand the other factors, Paul, that you're talking about, but there is a significant. It is an advantage. I don't know if I would call it. Well, no, significant. It, it makes it makes it lightly makes a significant. I the biggest games it makes a real difference in to me are the night games. Right, but okay, okay. Think about this though. Because there are no fans, in theory, it may not play out this way, but in theory, because it is college kids, talent is going to supersede anything else because there's no extracurricular factors uh, outside. Still of college the kids, still wild things that happen. Yeah, but right, but in th- but again, I'm, what I'm saying is that based between Wisconsin and Minnesota, to me, Minnesota is a better talented team, which means that in their matchup where it's gonna be in an environment they're both used to, where it's snowy in late November, I would take the talent. I think I think and people I think, I think people way through. overrate fans' impact on games. I I really do. I. What do you mean? You lost in 2016 on fans alone. What? Iowa, you losing that game was entirely because you were there, and you know that the water tower is a thing for a so reason. It being a road game, but it's not. I'm telling you, it's not all about the fans. And I gave you the caveat 30 seconds ago that night games it means more. I told you that. Yeah, I. No, I I think that I think you under I I agree that you could probably they, over they do matter to an extent. It's just not it's not as much as people think. Like well, home that's games what I was still saying. Like I think that home you are correct in the sense that people can overcredit the idea of a home field advantage with with 
fans. But I think that to a certain extent, you might be yeah, like you might be undercrediting the the fans like impact on a game. I even like think about really like think about this. it when the Lions were actually good a few years ago and they were drawing all those teams offside penalties because of how loud Ford Field, Field was. was. Yeah. Like that that yeah. significantly impacts the game. <sighs> all right, that's that is going to be a weird game. That November twenty eighth matchup between Minnesota. It's and It's going to be the West. That's gonna be that's gonna be weird, because it could be really awful. I mean, it's, weather. so that's I that's what I hate about their schedule. Almost, it feels like only one game matters, because even even if one of them beats Michigan and the other one loses to Michigan, if they beat the other team, they get the tiebreaker, so it doesn't matter. Like it, it only sure. them playing each other is what truly matters, unless one of them drops a couple just dumb games. Good thing they, they both beat Michigan, which could possibly happen because <laughs> you know how unpredictable. Does Nebraska ever get back to above average? No, 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 no. No, because no. they should have never fired Bo Pelini. I agree True with story. that. Oh, I agree so much. I huh? agree with that so much. I agree yeah. so much with that. <laughs> I, I'll never understand that. That that was a great fit. People love. Well, no, him. okay, it's Tim Frazier's. It's Tim Frazier's fault. It's them. It's them believing they were more than they actually were. Just yeah, like just Michigan. imagine just like what's going to happen if Harbaugh ever leaves. Ooh, that is yeah, a you guys might be Ohio State ones. <laughs> no, seriously, like that is. If anything, that's the best defensive Harbaugh you can find. Yeah. Like, do you want to have a Bo Pelini two point And it's and perfect, one thing I will say analog. is the fear of getting worse shouldn't keep you to hold on to a coach it's like the jim caldwell argument but you do have to recognize where you are and where you can be relative to what's going on in nebraska in nebraska we're like we're we're a 12 win football nebraska thought they were nebraska literally thought they were alabama because they used to be well and well no and also in fairness it's because they're in the middle of buff nowhere and i think every single one of their fans doesn't even have their ged so that's no this is all you know that was back in the day you could pay people without getting caught (laughs) like why the hell do i want to go to the middle of the country oh you're gonna pay me how much okay i'm gonna be honest i'm just happy that we're having this conversation because for a long time it looked like we wouldn't be doing this this year this is and we get and we get to pick some of these games finally. We do get to yeah. Pick are we gonna do? Do you guys want to pick the games? All right, let's pick. Uh, the yeah, games. we should pick That's the games. What we're doing. Yeah, we should do it now after we talked about the Big Ten so much. We should because <laughs> we're gonna open with. Wait, what are the records? Okay. Oh yeah, we should do that. Yeah, it's a good call. Uh, so me and Don were tied <laughs> with, I believe, Matt last Act week. Like we've for never first done this place. before. We were all 500, 500 in first place, very average. But me and Don had a pretty good week last week at seven and three. So we share first place, twenty-two and eighteen overall. We both went four and one through the NFL, three and two NCAA. Had real good weeks. Uh, we got Matt is in third place, solo, twenty-one and nineteen, just above five hundred, and then. A little bit down the list, we got Ryan, a couple games under 500, and AJ even a game back from him. Not, not. Wait, doing so I'm great, a game guys. back of you guys? You're a game back of me and Don. Yep, one game. Okay. Whereas Ryan's four games under 500, and AJ's a game back from that. It's been rough. It's been real rough. Uh, NCAA. Matt is actually leading with a nice, healthy nine and six in our college games. Uh, I am leading the NFL as always at 15 and 10, and that's where we are headed into week five of the picks. Week five because we skipped week one. I don't remember why we just didn't do week one of the picks. So we have the Battle of the Carolinas. 
ranked Battle of the Carolinas, and I didn't do the research, but I would guess it's been a while since North Carolina State and North Carolina faced each other when they were both ranked in football. Uh, First time since 1979, I believe. Wow, is that actually true? No, he's showing you up with stats. Well, no, he's contributing on top of my thought, which is actually very nice. I appreciate that a lot. Uh, Despite losing to the abomination that is FSU last week, and I... I don't believe it's it. so unbelievable. North Carolina is still favored by 17 points in this game over what is a, yeah. now. And this is where it's like in the rankings are skewed. It's been a weird year. Half the teams haven't played yet, but you get two ranked teams, North Carolina coming off loss to FSU and they're favored by 17. Like what does Vegas know? You guys tell me, does Vegas know something? Nothing. A bunch of Tar Heel ho asses. I assume it's a rivalry game with them both being in the same state. Give me the Wolf Pack to at least cover. Yeah, I think North Carolina probably wins this game, but I don't think they win by three scores. Like, give me state to cover. I'm going the other way. I was thinking I would go with NC State in this one, but I don't know. I'm, something's telling me to pick the Tar Heels. <laughs> That's the devil. Uh, you'll be the only one on the Tar Heels. I have a simple rule, and Don agrees with it. If you lose to what Florida State is right now, you don't get to be 17-point favorites, and you certainly don't get picked as 17-point favorites. Uh, North Carolina State all day. Jeez, I mean, you unbelievable. I can't believe the spread. This blows my mind. Uh, we have the kickoff to the Big Ten slate, a game that I'm the only person excited for, apparently. Rutgers travels to Michigan State, and on one hand, you're like, man, Michigan State, only a 13-point favorite over Rutgers. But then on the other hand, you're like, Michigan State is a 13-point favorite over an FBS football program. And Michigan State's going to win this game. The only interesting thing to me is to see how the different quarterbacks play, because I do think that you see at least three of the quarterbacks, because this game is going to get out of hand. Not even indicative of how good the Spartans are. Rutgers is just still so, so bad. So It was a statement game. So are you taking Michigan State to? Yeah. They're going to win by like 24. Calling the shot. Strict. Man, I don't know. This is a tricky one. I just, I, I think having that many questions surrounding your quarterback position is a dangerous thing entering a season. And I understand they haven't had a camp. But if you're shuffling in three quarterbacks during a game, you're not going to get into a great offensive flow. So give me Rutgers to cover. Do we at least have a number one running back? Elijah Collins, baby. If our O-line actually looks better than it has in the last four years, then I'd have some belief in the rushing attack. Because I don't have any belief in the quarterback situation because I still don't know who the hell is playing a quarterback for this team outside of Rocky Lombardi. Well, and there's not a neither damn thing Rutgers. I've seen from him that makes me believe that he's a quarterback. Scar- I think Greg Schiano's Scarlet Knights are going to be a surprise and actually stay in this game. Oh, yes. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh, Don's actually feeling a little bit green, but I'm with Matt and AJ. Listen, like I, I want MSU to come out and win this game by... 40 points as every Michigan team should be Rutgers by. And it's just what's expected of us because Rutgers is not good. We're talking EMU, WMU, and CMU. Yeah, literally. Unfortunately. We're talking Wayne State. State. Well, no, there was. There Wayne was. State. 
There was a Oakland's year. Oakland's basketball team suiting up as football players. Too. I think a few years ago, <laughs> Rutgers really Oakland did Club lose football. to three Michigan teams. I, I don't. I think that happened. But uh, whatever. False history. Uh, unfortunately, it's 2020, and I am very concerned if Michigan State is going to score 13 points, let alone win by more than 13 points. I can't possibly pick Michigan State to beat anyone by two touchdowns right now. I, I hope you do. I hope you win by 40, but I can't do it. Moving on to an interesting game to me in the Big 12 because the Big 12 might be out of the playoff already. They have one hope. Uh, yeah, I think they, they have are. one hope, and that's Oklahoma State. <clears throat> Oklahoma State has not lost yet, and they haven't looked terrible yet. Neither of those things have happened yet. Everyone else that matters has two losses already, but Oklahoma State is still going strong. But they host Iowa State, 17th-ranked Iowa State, and they're just three-and-a-half-point favorites at home. Well, they should be more because they're going to win by more. Give me Oklahoma State. I don't think Iowa State is any type of good. Yeah, so this is one of those games where I would, like, try to go out on a limb because I feel like Iowa State is always one of those teams that likes to – play the upset right um but i don't know going into Stillwater, uh give me the cowboys yeah i'm rolling with consensus on this one <clears throat> i can see it but i have faith in the cowboys to win by more than three and a half over the cyclones that is going to make it our first clean sweep of the week i'm all over okay state here if they're anywhere near a, even a big 12 contender I, they should win by more than th- three points against Iowa State. And they have to get it done and carry the Big 12's water this season. Dylan, did we get your Michigan State pick? Uh, it's going to be Michigan State. Easy. Okay. I All right. That. I'm, just, yeah. I'm just making sure. We go to our other Big Ten game on the slate. We talked a ton about this already, so it should be relatively short. We got Michigan traveling to Minneapolis, where it's going to be 31 degrees at kickoff. Snow, we don't know about. 31 degrees at kickoff. Minnesota hosting Michigan in a big night game. Both kind of need this game. So, as I said earlier, give me me Michigan, actually, in this one. I do think there's going to be snow on the ground. I think that's going to do a lot to neutralize. uh, Is it Rashad Bateman? Is that the the young man's name? Yes, it is. Um, The the Minnesota receiver. Three-point favorite, by the way. I don't think I said that. I don't think... Yeah, I don't think that um, – and the line's moved because at first it was like Minnesota two and a half, and then it's moved all the way to Michigan. Minnesota's got some weird COVID scare they're, they're dealing with. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I feel like Vegas knows more than me in that instance. And if Joe Milton is not going to be ready, I don't think it's going to matter um, in this game. I think Michigan's going to be better up front. So given the circumstances of this game, I think it's actually a great game to introduce Joe Milton to – um, college football, not in the sense that like he's going to go out and toss the rock around everywhere, but he gets that first game jitters out of the way. Um, I know I was very critical, but just out of loyalty, um, I'm taking Michigan to cover three points. <laughs> I can't do it in the first game. Prove me wrong, then I'll never pick them again. But I'm going with the Gophers at home on this one. I think this is one of the three losses for Michigan this year. If you're a believer in Minnesota – this is a great spread for you. It's nice. You get getting three points at home. It's beautiful. Uh, one thing I am worried about that AJ mentioned is it's a good game for Milton to get broke in. That's assuming that we get to play our game plan and don't have 
to throw the ball a lot. Because if we have to throw the ball, doing so on your first start on the road at night in 30-degree weather. Yeah, it's miserable. Not a good break-in at Mm -hmm. all. So ideally, if we can run our game script, yeah, it will be nice. But if things start to fall apart, things might really start to fall apart. That being said, the talent's there. And I don't know enough about either team yet this season to pick against Michigan. So I'm not going to. I want Michigan to win this game. And they have not yet done anything or shown anything that makes me think they can't win this game and win it well. So I'm going to pick Michigan. And as AJ said, spurn me once. We'll see what happens if you ever get your lousy asses picked again. This is Utah 2015 all over again. It's going to be 24-14. Minnesota. That'll be... That would be Michigan on the way to a 5-3 and three season, as you surmised. It is. Uh, Cincinnati is ranked number 9 in the entire country, which is pretty freaking wild to me. But SMU is ranked 16th. Not only is SMU ranked 16th, they are favored over a top 10 football team, according to the AP. Vegas has them favored. The AP has them ranked in the top 10. SMU, 2.5 points favorite over a supposed top 10 football team someone help me make sense of this hmm well fickle's a fraud but he's not going to prove it this week because smu is an even bigger fraud with the pony express with larry brown as their basketball coach not anymore but he was so i'm still going to hold that against him be the bearcats um i'm kind of torn here so i'm just going to go ahead and flip my uh, coin and it's oh, going to come up with Cincinnati. I feel like we were in this spot earlier this year with SMU, and I was the only one to pick SMU, I think, and they routed that game. I think I'm feeling good with route, the SMU. It was Memphis. They didn't route. Relax yourself. Uh, did they win? Yes. Thank you. That's not a route. It, were, they, were they favored? No. Thank you. They are now. <laughs> Just by a little bit, and I think they've proven enough that I'm going to take them over an unproven Bearcat squad. Dylan, so would you I like to roll weigh in on with this the one? original death sentence team again? Dylan, are you weighing in on this one? Fuck no. All right, good man. Are you kidding me? Uh, no, a, a number nine in the country. Get this shit out of here. I. No it's <laughs> listen. Rankings are going to be a bit whack for a while. I think. Uh, yeah, so they are a bit whack. I don't think Cincinnati's the ninth best team in the country. The problem is they might move up after this week, which, yeah, big yikes. Um, I'm on the Shane train. I really love SMU's quarterback, and I, yes, and I picked against him last week. I think it was last week against Memphis. Oh, shit, it's SMU's homecoming, too? Yeah, it's over. Might have been the week before, and they proved me wrong, even though I thought it was going to be a tight game. And they, they took care of business. But I'm picking against them again. I I just can't, in good conscience, like... I hope SMU wins this game because I don't want to see Cincinnati at flirt with the top five in a couple weeks as they roll through inferior <laughs> opponents. Um, but I, I got to take Cincy on this one. I mean, oh, I, I don't know, man. It's, this game is it's weird. I, it's going to be an 80 point between the two, but whatever. Uh, we're going to... Transition, getting out of college football, and uh, talking about a shootout, group of five, it's pretty much what the NFL's given us most of this season. The record number of overs hit, although it's starting to come down the last week and a half, two weeks, uh, but we're still pounding the over, and I don't expect a lot of defense in our first game. We got Detroit traveling to 
the Falcons. Um, Falcons known, of course, for choking at every possible opportunity. And the uh, Falcons are two and a half point home favorites. Well, the Lions also known for choking at every possible opportunity. And I do think that the Falcons have um, just some more offensive weapons to expose our defense, even though their uh, their defense is also not very good. But give me the Falcons in this game. I think they win. I think they probably win by 10, you know, 35-25, something like that. So Detroit is such a bad football team that when I was flying home from Dallas on Delta last week, the NFL game on Fox was the New York Giants and the Washington football team. <laughs> no. I'm dead serious. That's, that was the only football regions. game on. It's regions, man. Well, regardless. Well, regions, he flew from Texas. South. Right, South. which is where Dallas NFC East matches. Oh, no, he didn't say divisions. He said regions. What? Come on, man. Like, I was, like, excited I was going to get to watch, like, Whatever, but I don't know. I, the DeAndre Swift breakout. Why is Dallas in the NFC East? Uh, I don't Just know. Just don't. Me. I I don't because they weren't called that back then. Yeah. Remember, we were the we were the Norris division, not the North, and yeah, Tampa Bay right. was part of our division. That makes more sense. These were old divisions. I'm sorry, AJ. I just that the Falcons were in, and the Saints <laughs> were in the West. <laughs> I stopped. Okay. <laughs> All right, historian, let AJ talk. Jesus. So I I don't want to see the Lions win more football games. God bless. But I don't trust Atlanta to hold a lead or win a football game. So I'm going to roll with the Lions. Rest in peace, Riley's picks. <laughs> yeah. Yep, very much so. No, Matt Ryan's about to throw for 400. Ridley and Julio Jones are about to have second-time career days, and we are about to get our ass handed to us. So, rise up, Falcons. I do this a lot. All right, all right. All right. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm doing oh, NFL. We have Dylan appearance. I've been more, I've been more locked into this NFL season than any time ever for the NFL. When I didn't give a shit about college, NFL's where my focus went to. And the Falcons are a completely different team with Julio in the lineup. And you saw it last week. Detroit has no prayer. I will take it. Anna. Wow. So I, I did forget to mention, Don, last uh, last pick. Matt was a lone dissenter picking SMU. He's on an island with SMU. Uh, clearly not on an island with this pick. But me and Don are going to join you, AJ. All right. And I've picked almost every Detroit game Every Detroit game except the first one I've picked wrong this season. And I have not picked them every game. It bounced all over the place. And they just keep disappointing me like only they can do. Uh, and winning this game would be peak them disappointing me. And I think Atlanta's super, super, super bad. And we just watched what Detroit can do to super bad football teams. They, they did the Jim Caldwell. They beat up a bad football team. Atlanta's a bad football team, so... More of that. I'm on Detroit on this one. We got the opposite of bad football teams. We have two undefeated heavyweight champs, 5-0 and Pittsburgh Steelers, traveling to 5-0 and Tennessee Titans. Ryan Tannehill, maybe the best quarterback in the NFL. This team is unstoppable. Not even Corona or NFL sanctions can stop Tennessee. And now Pittsburgh. What sanctions? You no, know, they got sanctions. <laughs> they did not. They did. 
They did they, not. They got a fine, and that's that is it. sanctions. They lost money. Oh, it's a, it's penalty. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, that's Republican. Sanctions. I will say it should have been a lot worse. So much. Although but, I right. think what <laughs> saved them is the players were kind of doing stuff on their own, and it wasn't right. That that's it, what it, they yeah, said. Yeah, it huh? wasn't so, institutionalized. The, the Joe Paterno excuse. You couldn't prove it. I didn't know what was going on. Oh God, we're not going down there. Oh, we no. need to tighten this up. Uh, oh, word. What happened? <laughs> oh, I, I, Mr. Cuban, I got, we told you four months ago. At, at the beginning of the season when I talked about needing to contain Josh Allen, and then as we've seen, that obviously is a necessity. Well, Tennessee did contain Josh Allen. Somebody else needs to be contained. No, there's a necessity anymore. Someone else needs to be contained, and that's Ryan Tannehill. Because Ryan Tannehill is proven that he is a good NFL quarterback, and he is perfect for this team. And Pittsburgh has to try to do that without their defensive leader, Devin Bush, who tore his ACL last year. Defensive week. leader? No, no, that's T.J. Watts. Stop you it. stop it. He's not the, oh, le- he's not the leader. You stop he's it. He's a great player, but T.J. He literally leads. calls the defense. Okay, we got to go. Let's go. Tennessee, though. <laughs> right. Without Taylor Lewan, also tore his ACL. Bad week for former Michigan players. Spread, please. Two-point favorites, Pittsburgh, uh, on the road. Yeah, I think Pittsburgh's the better team, but I just picked up Derrick Henry in fantasy. Give me the Titans. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Derrick Henry's in a league of his own right now. Like, And there's something going on with the Tennessee Titans this season, so give me them to win outright. Yep. I'm – I thought it was going to be an island in this one. But, yeah, I'm going with the Titans in this one. I just think they're a little more complete right now than the Steelers. Steelers have looked really good. Uh, but, you know, Titans, I think, is one of the better teams in football right now. So, this is a, this is where all the NFL focus for me is really going to pay off because I don't know if anybody watched that game last week between Houston and Tennessee. Tennessee cannot defend. If Deshaun Watson is able to tear them apart with the weapons that he has. Pittsburgh has a great offense this time around because of Chase Claypool. Defense is substantially better than Houston was, and I don't see how Tennessee is going to be able to pull out all these trick plays to win the game. Uh, I, I got to pick Pittsburgh here. You and Don. You and Don, peas in a pod. Uh, this one's super hard. I, I don't want to pretend like I have the answer to this one. Uh, I know that Tennessee's defense is suspect. They let Houston back into a game they never should have been and then almost lost the game on top of it. Houston did more than just get back in the game. Uh, But Pittsburgh let Philly score on them. And that's, like, hard to do. And they lost one of their best defensive players. Uh, And they're favored on the road. It's it's too much to me. Uh, I love what Tennessee's got going, and I love their ability to control a football game which is something that Pittsburgh does not do nearly as well. And Ryan Tannehill is going to kill them on play action. Kill them on play action. I'm on Tennessee on this one. This spread surprised me. It won't surprise Dylan because Seattle's garbage to him. But we talked about bad football teams. Arizona is certainly not a good football team. They're only three and a half point home dogs to Seattle. I mean, we literally have uh, we have the weird. greatest midget to ever play football on one side. Whoa, whoa! And then we have in the desert a midget who literally does not know what a football is supposed mm, to look like when it's thrown. 
This this is not hard. Well, it's not accurate. But Seattle does do this like weird thing where they don't always win these games and blow them out like you think they should. So I do think that they get the win. I'm going to take the backdoor cover, though. Give me the three. So And their defense is bad. And I do think Kyler can tear them up uh, both you know through the ground and uh, on the ground and through the air. Excuse me. So I think Seattle gets it, but just by three. Cardinals are going to cover. Yeah, I like uh, DeAndre Hopkins to have a huge week for Cigar Mafia in the Fantasy League. <laughs> but I just don't know if it'll be enough, so I'm going to go with Seattle. Yeah, same. Give me the birds in this one. This spread being this close is only indicative of how bad Seattle's uh, coverage has been this year. I mean, Minnesota almost beat them in uh, CenturyLink, I believe is what it's called. Uh, I got to go with Arizona to cover. All of Seattle's games, except for the first game, have been one-score games. Well, it can be one score. It can be four. It can be five. It can be six. It can be seven. It can even be eight. And that's a one-score game, and Seattle still covers that spread. Uh, You guys are on an island. Gruesome twosome sticking alone on Arizona on this one. Seattle is a lot better team, and Arizona has showed a propensity to not score on bad defenses. I mean, Arizona couldn't do shit against the Detroit defense. Do you understand how bad do you not, of a football team you have to be, how poor of a quarterback you have to have to not drop 40 on Detroit? Did you not see what they did against Dallas this past Yeah, week? Dallas may be in, the worst defense in NFL history. Yeah. You, and you, you just said that they didn't do anything against bad defense. You know who played better against Dallas than Seattle did? Arizona. Oh, my God. Yeah, We're going to see it this week. Seattle wins by 100. Moving on to a game that is actually interesting. We have Gruden facing the you, ghost. You picked the games. Ghost of Chris. Well, listen, there's it's barren slate this week. I have to pick five, and it's not great. Uh, Gruden's facing the ghost of his Christmas pass. We got the new Grudens versus the old Grudens, led by a quarterback probably about as old as Gruden. Tampa Bay is a three-point road favorite over Gruden and Carr. Yeah, Tampa's starting to get um, starting to get something going, and I do like Vegas as a team. I don't think I like them as much as I like Tampa now. By the end of the season, that might change, but for now, it's not. I'm going to take uh, the Wash Goat and the Buccaneers. I'm going to take uh, Ronald Jones to have a huge day on the ground again for me. Keep that 100-yard streak alive and take Tampa Bay. Uh, Brady and Gronk starting to get into a rhythm. That's never good news for the opponent. I'll go with the Bucks. Horrible news for anyone who is likes the Raiders, like myself. Uh, Trent Brown is going to be out for this game, right tackle due to COVID. And the entire offensive line got sent home. So there's a chance this game isn't even played. But if it is, it's definitely going to be Tampa and William Golston to be hey. plus. Uh, yeah, I, I'll take one and a half sacks. I'll take the over if on If there's that anything the NFL has proven, it's they, they will play games at all, literally all costs. Um, did you guys see what that defensive line did to the Packers? Exactly, and and the uh, the line. I've been out. <laughs> I've been on this on this ride for a while. Las Vegas is a good football team. The problem is Tampa Bay is starting to be on the verge of a great football team. I'm not going to say they're there yet. I expect them to be there by the end of the year if Brady's arm doesn't fall off. But 
last week, for the first time, they look like a potential Super Bowl winner. They're not going to look like that every week, but they're not always going to need to. I expect it to be similar, and their defense carries the day, and Brady plays almost perfect with minimal easy attempts. Tampa Bay rolls this week. We cap with one Dylan should appreciate, a Monday nightcap. And our Monday nightcap, as is tradition, is not that good. And it's just one oh, game. Fuck off. But what do you mean? It's not just you. I mean, it is you, but it's not just you. The Rams, who literally have no idea what football is since Gurley's knees disintegrated, they don't know what they want to do, are five and a half point favorites over your trash ass Chicago team. Well, the Rams suck and the Bears aren't that bad. Give me the Bears. I'm I'm right there with Ryan. Like I don't think the Rams are five and a half points better than the Bears. So give me the Bears, and the Bears are probably even going to win outright. So six and one, Dylan. There you go. Hey. I'd rather hey. be a Bears fan than a Lions fan this year. Goddamn right. Did you just throw something in anger? <laughs> no, my phone. Died. Oh. Um, I'll go out on a limb in this one and see that uh, the Rams actually do put up enough points and the Bears' non-offense doesn't show up as usual. Oh, you fool. And uh, you I'll, I'll roll with the Rams fool. on this one. Oh, you're so dumb. Not as a person, <laughs> but with that pick. Oh, you're so stupid. Uh, here's the deal. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a bit here and just, just seep this in, you motherfuckers. Because that Bears defense, as I knew was going to happen this year with the addition of Robert Quinn, and I, I told y'all this was going to be perfect ad. No one can run on us. No one. That is exactly what the Rams game plan is entirely based around. Daryl Henderson will not break six, over 65 yards. The Rams offense, which is entirely based on play action, will do nothing. We are winning this game outright. It is the Chicago Bears to go 6-1 and one and finish the season 11-5. Oh, my God. Don actually picked Tampa Bay last, uh, last pick, making it a clean sweep across the board. And Matt ruined our back-to-back clean sweeps. Chicago doesn't have to be good or win a football game to not lose by a touchdown. And the Rams are also not good. They have no idea what they're doing. As Dylan said, they do have a very respectable defense, which is not good for the Rams' not respectable offense. I feel bad for what Sean McVay has to attempt to scheme with his entire lack of literally everything on that side of the ball. Uh, I don't think Chicago's going to win the game, although they could. But I five and a half points, man. Are you kidding me? The Rams favor by five and a half points? No, thank you. Chicago all day. And that concludes our picks. And that concludes the show. Ryan, do the thing. Hey, if you guys like podcasts that do not lie on their back when they're trying to tuck in their shirt, follow us on Twitter, <laughs> Facebook, YouTube, everywhere that you can find us. Subscribe to the podcast, like, share, rate, and review. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, for Ryan Griffin, Dylan Bear, Paul Roshan, AJ Riley, I'm Matt Basson. We are Sports Carnage. Thank you for spending way too much time with us this week. We'll be back with y'all next week.